0: Yeah! Let's get it! Yo! Oh, man, I'm hyped. I'm so hyped. I, lo- I, lo- I lost what my mouse was. <laughs> we need that, Chris. We have been the mouse. Save our mice <laughs> Yo, It's a new year. It's a new episode uh we're not gonna talk about new video games we're gonna talk about old video games but we're gonna talk about the best of the best of the best of the best of of 2021 this is should i play that episode 119 game of the year Mm. man yo last time we did this mistakes were made (laughs) Mistakes were mistakes were made. Where they? Um, <laughs> where they go? <laughs> and and I don't know. I feel like I went into this year with a with a more open mind. Okay. And and I hope that I hope that it actually like means something this year. I, I don't know where it's gonna go.
1: I, I believe I believe in an open mind. I think it'll take us far this time. We won't we won't miss such a uh, such well deserving games this time around. <laughs> I'll never forget.
2: Never. So one year later. Yeah. And you're you're still talking about it. Yes. Yes, I am.
1: Because one of these games got a re release and the other ones didn't. Yeah. A game of the year edition, if you will.
2: Well, a director's cut. Technically, director's cut, not a game of the year edition. Uh, Same thing, just short words. (laughs) sure sure so
0: so how's everybody feeling going into this uh this discussion because uh you know 2021 has been a it's been it was it was a weird year but it was also a really good year for gaming as in like uh i feel like games have like come out this year and they've been decent like i not saying i don't play bad games but this is like A year that I haven't really gotten like super super disappointed by anything I really played. Everything was mostly, for the most part, a decent game. Like I I don't know. It was just weird. It was it was consistent. I think consistency. I think that's 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 the word I'm looking for. But what about you guys? How'd you guys feel about the games that came out this year?
2: Oh, you want to start, James? You sound like it looked like you wanted to say something there. yeah. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm I'm trying to I'm like, getting myself together. i'm I'm trying to prepare myself properly to mm. how I feel but, um go ahead, I want you to uh,
2: I'm actually with Chris on this one. like, I mean, I, most of the things that I played this year, like i I didn't really I now I'm saying this, maybe I shouldn't say this at all, but like, I don't know if there was like, a runaway like Hades thing right where like everybody is like you know oh oh yeah 100% as soon as you play it you're like this is super special but and, and I'm probably gonna regret saying that because I do think that there are some really special games that I think are at least on that level of like wow I can't believe this actually exists like I, I think overall this was a great year for games I didn't play an anthem I didn't play a days gone like I didn't play you know any of those types of games I played some really really solid titles like pretty much most of this year um and you really can't say that every every year so yeah
1: i think i'd have to agree um also just given the time that we had so many games delayed i think it gave Mm. a lot of time for these games to shine this year because like you said nothing really felt like a runaway smash at least like not to me Mm -hmm. but super consistent really solid lineup Um, a little bit of something for everybody on this list that we have so far um from all different kinds of spaces and and styles vr um triple a indie titles um some old classics came back from the dead even Mm. you know so like it's been a it's been an interesting year
0: yeah like this you know this list like i i think this is I think for the most part I've gone into these like sort of like just like fresh under mind of like what I wanted to talk about. But I think this year, um, for one, I feel like I played a little bit more than I normally do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I played like a good amount of games this year. So I had to put some thought into what I really wanted to see uh, go into this. So like I don't know, I'm prepared. Not not, not saying I just did, did some homework, did some research, did some uh some 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 deep thinking. Some analytical think- thinking. No, uh, I, might, I might have a list.
2: I might have a list. Cool. Okay. It, it's it's usually the reverse. I think like when we come into this, like I'm the one usually like, man, I really thought for the last month about my list, and I'm I'm going in with my li-. like this year I'm, I have a bunch of games I really really liked. I put them on the list. They're nominated. I don't have a set order or list. I can't be swayed. I, I'm open to being swayed definitely. For a few things, for sure. So the knives don't have to come out immediately, but like, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited to hear specifically what you guys have had because we were on kind of a hiatus for a while. Uh, obviously, we talk uh, through you know our own privately, uh, but you know we haven't come together like this and talked about a, a lot of these games actually um, very much in the last half of the of the previous year. So I'm actually really excited to just hear what you guys have to say about a lot of this stuff.
0: So, uh, Rod, while we we have you, like, you know, talking, um, let's go ahead and explain how the game of the year uh, this year, if you haven't listened to our previous years, uh, this is how our game of the year is going to work, so...
2: Absolutely. So game of the year uh, is really where we're going to, we've already nominated some games that we've played over the course of the year. There wasn't a particular set number, um, but this year we have around 40 nominees. Um, And so what we're going to do is whittle that 40 down to 10. Um, Throughout the process of uh, knocking these down, uh, we're going to bring up each game. We'll talk about it, um, discuss kind of if we feel like it's top 10 caliber, if it's not, it's cut. If it is, um, then, you know, it'll, we'll kind of put it in a place to where at some point, we're going to end up with 10 games. And at that point of 10 games, we will start ordering that list. So it's not just like, you know, here's 10 games. It's here's 10 games in that particular order. Sounds simple it's enough.
0: Super simple. Um, he said 42 games. That's a, that's a nice... i
2: think we've got 42 yeah so,
0: so, so that, nice... that's a
2: lot that's the most that we've had on the show ever actually and that sort
0: of like goes back to my point there there's a lot of like there's a lot of games like and like you, it's not what i love about this list is that it's so varied it was yeah. like, like even to the point where there's actually a there's actually a sports game on this list yeah yeah wait really hold yeah. on what yeah, this is sports game on this list. Well, I mean, I guess there's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple.
2: Oh, okay. I think. I guess. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Now I'm. Now I'm interested. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and list out uh, our our game of the year nominees. Um, we have Resident Evil Four VR, Forza Horizon Five, Chicory: A Colorful Tale, It Takes Two, Death Loop, Death's Door. Guardians of the Galaxy, Scarlet Nexus Guilty Gear Strive uh, The Artful Escape Psychonauts 2 uh, Halo Infinite, Returnal, Fratchit and Clank Rift Apart, I'm sorry to just like speed through this, uh, Metroid, <laughs> Metroid Dread, Fantasian Pokemon Unite, Bowser's Fury uh, Persona 5 Strikers uh, Near Replicant version 1.22474487139 224- do <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> knockout city (laughs) mario golf super rush the scent uh microsoft flight simulator oh my god this list keeps going all right i see (laughs) it end um does it end with this one the great escape uh no the the great ace attorney (laughs) wait what i was gonna say yeah where'd i get that from (laughs) hell let loose 12 minutes warrior wear get it together life is strange two true colors lost judgment uh kenna Bridge of Spirits, Back for Blood, Mario Party Superstars, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, uh, Unpacking, The Forgotten City, uh, Dodgeball Academia, Splitgate, Operation Tango, X01, and Tales of Rise. I missed one uh I neo did, the world, the world with, is, you. with you yes that yeah. one too my eyes started to like dry up a little bit but um, <laughs> it's
2: okay to blink bro you you, yeah. you read it beautifully thank you sir
0: <laughs> but that's the list and I guess we can sort of do like a, a like a round robin of like you know just not just throwing the game out there let's, let's see let's see what everyone thinks about it and i'll I'll, I'll yeah. start this off oh okay yeah uh let's talk about the scent.
2: Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh yeah, the Ascent. Uh not where I expected to start, mm-hmm, but let's mm-hmm. definitely discuss. So we all played this, right? Like we all played this game.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Okay. So here's what I like about the Ascent. I actually really really love the idea of the game. Like the aesthetic, the vi- like the atmosphere. <laughs> the music is actually really good. Um this is by the way, great year, not just for games in general, but for like for soundtracks. Like, I think this year is stellar. I think a lot of games, maybe half the games, maybe more so, uh, more than half the games on this list have a, an amazing soundtrack. Something I actually like listen to outside of the game, which is crazy. Uh, Ascent, one of those. Uh, the gameplay is even, it's one of those top down uh, style games up to four players co-op so it just seems like you know a shoe-in for something that like i would probably really enjoy like a a cyberpunk aesthetic right like it seems really cool uh my issue with this game though is that it i don't want to go so far to say it was broken but it did not work a lot (laughs) uh we had to constantly restart uh and like chris i know you and i played this quite a bit. Uh, together and we had to it would break on missions to where we had to like continually restart the mission over and over and over and it it got to the point where we were both like we like this game but we kind of don't want to finish it until it's like patched significantly
0: I haven't Mm -hmm. I haven't gone back
2: I haven't either I actually just recently deleted it and that kind of made me sad because I did enjoy what I played generally speaking um, you know, the idea. it's it's cool, too, because the way that they set up the co-op world is that it's, like, a, a pervasive, like, continual place where you have, like, a map, right? You have a map system. You don't have to even be, I don't think, very close to your co-op partner, right? Like, you can yeah. pretty much go onto other screens and, like, or other parts of the city and probably, and I think be okay. Um, I don't think that you can actually go into different zones on your own, but, like, there are different pieces of the map within a zone and then you can kind of mix and match there um i don't know if somebody wants to jump in real fast just because like i know chris you and i played a lot so i feel like i have a good feeling for what you think
0: like i mean i echo everything that you said um i feel like the game sort of started opening up around the time around the place where i stopped playing it Mm -hmm. uh once you start like upgrading your gear um upgrading like your abilities and stuff like that uh Mm -hmm. I don't know, like it. Sort of like the game sort of started flowing better for me, but just like you said, like the the case of the game just breaking and having to restart and just uh, I don't know, like it. Sometimes the game would break so bad that you like it sort of it literally forced you to like have to like back out completely, jump back in, and just it sort mm-hmm. of like ruin the pace of like sometimes like games, especially games like these, you want to jump in and sort of like sink your teeth into it and like get like deep sessions like you don't want to play a little bit and then something glitch out and then have to jump back out like the back and forth uh that's i don't know that pulled me out the game looks great i feel like the the actual like the games like the uh game mechanics were pretty cool uh and i and i also like the fact that you have like this persistent overworld and mm-hmm. i'm not tied to like whatever you're doing i could really like sort of go off and do my own thing and yeah. um we could sort of like accept missions for each other so it's still like it, it was consistent when we were working together but we had space to do what we want
2: yeah mm. this was an indie game like the fact yeah. that a, a, a team an independent team completely was able to like turn out something that looked this amazing i mean there were f- frequently times when i just stopped to just look and marvel at some of the vistas uh that you come across
0: yeah
1: uh james did you play that much of this I didn't play a lot of it, um, yeah. mainly because I felt like I just kind of bounced off of it, uh, hmm. unfortunately. So I don't have a lot to echo with what you guys were saying. But um, of course, the visuals were very beautiful and the audio was nice. But like, I don't know what it was about the, the mechanics. It just didn't click for me. Um, I didn't see myself interested in really diving into the story any further. So like what like you said, I had those bug issues as well. I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just come back to this later. But there were so many other games this year. I just kind of never returned to it to see.
2: Yeah, it takes a while to click. Like I think once it does, like Chris was saying, there's there's some depth in there because, you know, you also have mechanics for cover. Um, like And you don't often get that in games like this, this kind of like isometric uh, view sort of thing. Like there's a it, – it's pretty cool like how they do it. And then you start mixing in like some of the – variety of powers or augments that you can you know graft onto your character and 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 that stuff but but that doesn't really come into play too much until like a little bit later on i would say like several hours in yeah they start Mm. kind of introducing you to some of those systems Uh, and then once you get used to it it's it it gets better um in the war the world the lore all that stuff is cool um if you decide to like dive in deep you could pretty much play the game like most co-op games and completely ignore that side of the story but like if you do dive in it's it's kind of interesting i thought um but yeah not enough staying power like you james i think we bounced off pretty quickly but i I thought it was worth a shout out here at least
1: yeah Yeah. i would agree
0: all right so uh, i guess we could all you know agree to take it off the list um i think so so gg is sent and once again like you know the all like if, all of these games that we're going to talk about. These are good games. So if it's something that is you know up your alley, or if you want to try something new, if anything that we say about the game sounds fun, definitely try it out. Because mm-hmm.
1: uh, guess what? It's on Game Pass. I knew it. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> Everything's gonna be on <laughs> Game Pass soon. Give <laughs> it a couple years.
2: <laughs> but all right,
1: Rod, what you want to throw
2: out there? Oh yeah, this is easy. Uh, Twelve minutes. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Um, so everybody played twelve minutes here, um, I believe, and mm. I could have sworn we didn't talk about like this a lot. But now it's game of the year; we can spoil the shit out of it. Um, oh yeah, this is like probably a good time to say we're probably going to be spoiling like a, these games at some point. Um, just so you know, FYI. Uh, so twelve minutes. I wanted to have it here not only because like I don't recall like an in-depth, full-blown conversation about it, but because. I was really thinking about it, and I had vitriol for this game when I finished it, but in the beginning, I thought it was good. Like, or I thought it was interesting, I think. And I do think that, the, that, that 12 minutes puts itself above, like, say something that just failed on almost every level, um, like some of these other games we've talked about in the past. <laughs> uh, this is, a, is an interesting failure. Uh, for me like and I'm glad that I played through it only because the ideas that are presented in 12 minutes are cool it's this point and click adventure game which I didn't actually know that was what it was prior to playing it by the way this was my most anticipated game of 2021 Um, I'll tell you up front right now I'm pretty much ready to cut it but I did think it deserved at least the discussion because that first hour hour and a half Pretty cool. Narrative setup. I'm a sucker for time loops, as you probably know, and you'll probably find out later on. Like, I love time loop things. Mm -hmm. Uh, and this had a really cool premise of like this guy coming to your apartment, you know, abusing you and your wife for no discernible reason, and you just have to figure out like how to get out of that situation. And the entire game takes place in this apartment. Like, that's just a really cool, uh meaty setup. Like, you can do a lot with that. Uh, and some of the solutions for things are really interesting and creative and uh, kind of fucked up, honestly. Uh, it, it's sometimes in a way that felt very uncomfortable. Um, and I think the game really falls apart narratively. Like when you get towards the last hour of this game, all the twists start to reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. It's It becomes a matter of like, why did, did it, did we really need to go in this direction? Like we probably didn't need to go this hard on the concept. Like I get what you're trying to do game, but like we really didn't need to go there quite yet. Um, But I really, I dug the first like hour or so that I played this thing, like knocking my head against the wall, just going like, man, how, what happens if I like serve dinner to my wife but with this, like, you know, uh, and then ask her about, like, you know, the baby clothes that I already know about. Like, what would happen then? What would happen if I, like, you know, opened the door already and, you know, it, had let the guy just walk in? Like, what happens? Like, that kind of, like, experimentation really drives me in a lot of games. I think it informs a lot of my preferences for games in general. So, yeah. I don't so, know.
0: So, so, like, I, I agree with you with a lot. I think I like. I think I enjoyed this game a little bit more than you did, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's. I guess it's because you said that you were really looking forward to this towards this game. Yeah, I I remember it being like announced, and I was like, okay, that that's, that looks interesting, and they completely forgot about mm-hmm. it, and so it was released. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm am a sucker for uh, these type of like narrative like driven games. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a lot of like these, you know. Um, I, don't, I, like, I like solving shit so uh yeah. like you said sort of like being able to like sort of figure out like where to go what to do how to talk to someone uh where to be at a certain time like the whole time loop concept i think was like i guess the theme of 2021 or uh, to like 2020 slash 2021 because a lot of games have come out in the past like two years that sort of use that that um uh, that premise so um, yeah yeah, I mean that's definitely a thing now. It's time loops. Uh I I can see where people could be disappointed in this game, but at the same time, if you go into this like super casually and you I guess I'm not going to say like have like the mental 42 to make it all the way through because like I think the back half of the game sort of like takes like this this wild like it's 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 like this wild spin that at this like at that point you sort of don't know where to go because it's already like spun out of control so mm-hmm. um like so so right since we're like spoiling this stuff yeah how do you how'd you how do you feel about the the quote-unquote end of the of the game
2: it's complete horseshit like this i mean like it's just it you and i only i say that i don't i don't say that lightly i i mean genuinely like it's 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 fine for something to be bad but like this goes a level beyond so there's the whole incest plot line that comes out of completely nowhere that calls into question pretty much everything that you've seen and done up to that point and it's like I don't think that the the overall theme of like, you know, um, you know, uh, not looking not like facing your past, owning up to your mistakes. I think we can get to that without like the shock value of this really dumbass twist. Like it's it's the thing it, it, I just imagine I can't imagine someone like really writing that and like meaningfully saying, "Oh man, this is like really we're gonna get them on this one like <laughs> they, it really feels... they, they finished writing
0: I mean, it but and then they, they did, put the though.
2: they put the pen down they're like yep yeah I, I brilliant <laughs> we did it um and and for me it's just like that has like i'm remembering the twist not because like of how valuable it is but how completely batshit it is um and 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 again, for that, and it starts not to making sense with a lot of time loop games, you start getting into like logical inconsistencies about like, oh, well, if I never went back in time to know this thing, I would probably never, like, there's no exit out of this ever, because there has to be a starting point or an apex where like, there's like a, a, a like a catalyst event, essentially, that like makes you, that thrusts you into that position in the first place, mm-hmm. which would require you having knowledge in the first place uh so it's that type type of like timey-wimey sort of nonsense um that you know that i can look past i think it's the incest that gets me uh but but uh yeah yeah oh it's it's awful uh That's in funny. and out of context <laughs> so um yeah i mean it's just to me it just the the game does not work it completely falls apart at that point and when it falls apart narratively for me it's very tough to come back and like really see the rest of the game as a success um and that's why i say it's an interesting experiment because they certainly tried they went for it and and i mean the the performances are really good i admire the director's ambition i would certainly check out something else that this person does uh again you know i'm saying that that's on record uh but I just don't think it has, like I said, the staying power, and I think it drops the ball so heavily with that particular twist. It makes virtually no sense to me. Um, I mean, you
0: know what they say? It's uh, you know it's all about the journey, not the destination.
2: All right. Some people say that. Some people say that. <laughs> yeah. Way to put it. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm, <laughs> if I fully subscribe in this case, but I don't know. James, did you have any? outstanding thoughts about 12 minutes not really
1: <laughs> no this was no one that eluded me to be honest and then when i heard your disappointment was so palatable palpable i should say i was like i'm mm-hmm. just gonna play something else
2: <laughs> yeah yeah this, this it went from my most anticipated to probably the most disappointing thing i played all year but mm-hmm. um which is unfortunate but at the same time like i said and I, I say all that, but I still think that the game is at least worth a shot for the, the first, like, hour or so. Yeah. Because it is worth experiencing some of those trial and error moments um, that I think it represented really, really well in a game like this.
0: And, and um, you know, what's another really good thing about this game?
1: Hmm. Hmm?
0: Willem Dafoe? Oh, that too. All right, so it's two oh. things that's really good about this game. Willem Dafoe. And, um, I mean... Let's say if, like, if, if, if what we said somewhat makes sense or something like, like you you want to just try it out even though you gotten spoiled. Guess what? Guess what, people? Get Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. It's on Game Pass, y'all. Is it on Game Pass? It's first? on Game Pass. So just try A it console out. Console PC? Just try it out. Uh, thanks. Good question. I think console? That's how I played it. I played it console.
2: Yeah, I did play it on console. It was a little tough because it was clearly made with like a mouse in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, play it how you got to play it. Yeah, so I guess
0: we're gonna go ahead and, <laughs> and, and scratch that one off the list. Uh, yeah. James. By the way, are you
2: marking these? Um, like, I'm looking for the strike through. I can't find it.
0: Oh, I haven't. So let's see. Oh, you got it.
2: Yeah, I'm on it, but I just can't find it. Like the strike through, probably just blind. No, they moved it. Oh boy. Oh well. Well, while we're looking for that, James, do you want to give us a game to talk about here?
1: You know, I was really surprised to see *Guilty Gear Strive* on this list, so I want to hear about
2: too. this. Me too. Me too.
1: Okay. Okay. So, um, I guess I guess I could, I'll talk about this.
0: Yes. So, I. So I, I dabble. Lightly in fighting games, and I don't know. I feel like this, I think, I guess this game has been. I mean, not this game, this year has been pretty light with fighting games. Um, but I mean, this is one of those games that I think Rod, I think you played the beta, I did, yep, and you just spoke highly of it. So, um, yeah, like the uh, Guilty Gear, I feel like has always been a franchise that like people like if you hear about it like that's a plus right there but most people don't really hear about it most people don't really talk about it i think this was a really good year for them to release a game and do really well to not only like bring people in with like the art style and like how the game looks and sounds but is also like super approachable it's a game that like i could i could get like a bunch of friends who haven't played the game at all and Mm -hmm. get them to sit down and enjoy the game uh, so, and that's, that's pretty much what got me to put this game on the list, because that's what I did. Uh, I okay. was able to play it with some friends, and none of us have really, like, you know, messed with this franchise like that before. So, um, it was just, you know, it was just cool seeing a bunch of, like, fresh people get into a fighting game and actually like it.
2: Yeah. It looks great. Like, I mean, visually, it's spectacular. I know we said this for Dragon Ball Z Fighters, but like, uh, or dragon, dragon Fighters? I don't dragon know. Dragon Ball but, Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, so that game looks like an anime or the anime. Um, I think Guilty Gear Strive looks even closer to an anime. Um, like as close as maybe I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really cool. Um, it's, it's Guilty Gear for like a new, new generation, which I didn't think I was going to actually say for a long time. Like I thought Guilty Gear was kind of like niche in the background, sort of, but uh, Arc Systems did a really good job with this title, I thought, uh, from when I played in the beta. Um, you know, looks great, sounds good, soundtrack is crazy awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, and it's cool that like you got into it with some friends. Uh, did you guys find it like pretty accessible?
0: Yeah, so I mean, like I said, like if you, if you have like any type of history with fighting games, you can mm-hmm. sort of jump into this and play it. And even if you don't, um, it's, it's honestly, like, easy enough where, like, you can sort of get what you're doing or sort of have it explained and be able to bust out, like, a flashy combo or something.
2: Okay.
1: And I think that's the key thing, right? You want to hook players with the combos first. And then if they really want to dive into that character, they like how they play, then it's, like, deeper levels to it for them to really get into. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so as far as like content goes for Guilty Gear, um, I haven't seen too much of the full release. There's a story mode, right? Yeah, but mm-hmm. is it just cutscenes? You are you you're not playing against the computers on that, right? Is that is that this game?
0: We 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 strictly just did versus. I have no idea.
2: Oh, just versus. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. I was wondering this, like, like content complete it was. Um, I know, like, practice mode is a big deal for fighting games, usually. Like, you want a robust one. Right. Um, you know, I don't know if there was, like, challenge modes or anything that, like, people can just kind of pick up uh, with this game and, like, learn it, really. Because so I think that's the biggest hurdle with any fighting game is just learning. Very true.
0: I I feel like it's this game is, I don't know, it's just, it, it looks good, like... I feel like it really it it sucks you in with like how how the game like looks and like just the the the, the feel and just atmosphere of the game. That's what that's what got me in. I love flashy shit. So if if you could get me a, a flashy game where like it could make me feel good by doing something that looks really cool, then I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I you know our art System works like they I feel like they, they you know they they definitely earned their roses with this one because. They uh, like like I said like just in the fighting game community a lot of people I guess like casual fans casual players don't really you know mess with this franchise so you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to put it on just to sort of like give it this, give it its shine because uh, a lot of like like a lot of fighting games for me like after like maybe like a month mm-hmm. if my friends aren't really like playing it then I'm you know I'll drop it but this is like yeah. definitely one of those games like like I said I played with some friends at their place. And like, sort of got me to think. Dang, like, I'm, I may need to pick this one up. So, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. Was, so at least for me, like i I don't want to I don't want to take it off the list yet. Okay. But you know, I just you know, this is a good game. I just can't like just straight up just you know scratch it off.
2: Okay, fair, fair enough. <laughs> so so let's put a uh, little asterisk next to it. So we talked about it, and it's saving it, S- saving it for later. Um. <laughs> First, I think it's you.
0: Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, hmm. Let's talk about WarioWare.
2: Okay. WarioWare, get it together. So, WarioWare, get it together is uh, the latest in the WarioWare franchise. Perhaps you've heard of it. Uh, it is co-op now, multiplayer. And the cool thing about this is that it actually works. Like, I don't know. I think previous WarioWare... Uh, games have had some degree of co-op in it. Like, they've done, like, mini-games, but I don't know if you could ever, like, do the full, like, actual WarioWare ass story mode as like, co-op partners. Is that accurate at all?
0: I've always like, dabbled uh, with this game, so like, with this series. okay. So, um, Mm -hmm. I, so I actually just recently just played this. Oh, oh, okay. So, like, I I can actually, like, say something about this. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Wear, like, if you haven't played the franchise before, it's definitely, like, just, it's, it's you know, a bunch of mini-games. It's a bunch of, like, random, hey, this is happening in the background, you need to react, and, like, you only have, like, a couple of seconds to react. So, uh, if you like party games, if you like uh, games that you can play with other people and just sort of, like, I mean, you're, you're working together to, like, get through the game. But, I mean, there are plenty of times where, like, if you could really mess with someone and, like, get in their way, you can sort of do that which sort of yeah. adds, like, a little bit of mischief, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this is definitely one of those games that if someone asks me what type of, like, party games or, like, multiplayer games I should get for my Switch, this is it. This is one of the games this year that, like, really, you know, I don't know, like, I, it's not that I didn't expect it to be, like, a great game, but it's right. just a really, it's just a really fun game.
2: So this is what I would say also about Mark because I, I agree with you. I think this is a Really, really cool game. Um, th- but I do think it has, like, a, a major flaw in it, um, and that is that with the co-op stuff, I mean, that's really what this game is hinging on. Um, it's, unfortunately, some of the characters are very much not good. <laughs> very hard to control. Like, Nine Volt, for instance, is the skateboard kid, and he is a fucking pain in the ass, like, to to really deal with when it comes to, like... If I gave this to like my parents, for instance, I was like, Hey, mom, dad, like play WarioWare with me, they're gonna have a not a good time if they have to play that character or or some of the other ones that really are going to be at a as a real disadvantage. The game doesn't really incentivize you to play with other characters as much. Like I have a uh like a rotation of like Wario, Young Cricket, yep. uh and Young like Cricket. Oh, yeah, Young Cricket. That's, is, that's, like... that's
0: my boy right there.
2: Yeah, Young Cricket. I mean, you can't lose with Young Cricket. He's the best. Um, and uh, in May or the whatever April, whatever the witch is, she's like red. She's like in red or with the broom or whatever. Like, I mean, that's like an all-star team. Maybe like the uh, the alien too. Like, I don't really need to move outside of those characters because they basically do everything I need. I'm probably not going to pick any of the Volt families because they 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 have control schemes that are making my life. Infinitely more difficult, which I think is cool if you want to put like a handicap on yourself. So, like I said, nine volt is like is constantly moving from left to right, and like he only stops if you hit A and he throws his yo yo up in the air, like vertically. Um, with for certain games, that's gonna probably kill you more than it's gonna help you. And I just don't see the game being very nice to like new people. Like, uh, me and my partner played uh, quite a bit of this, uh, and at some point she kind of gave up because, uh, it was it was kind of overwhelming like the amount of new characters you had to learn because the game doesn't say oh hey here's how you do this you know with mario everybody jumps with a and you can crouch with down you move forward like pushing the stick over right like that's mm-hmm. just universal no matter what with wario where all the characters are different they all move different um and, and complete many games different
0: so like and i also like i want to say leading into that like i think that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is that when you, um, at least when you're going through the story. Um, right. Like, the, the, the mini-games are sort of random, and then the characters that you play as, yeah, you, like, you choose them before you start the level, but they sort of go in a rotation where, like, it could be one character, this, you know, this one game, and the very next game be something, like, someone completely different. And that's sort of, like, where that mix-up happens, where you could be doing a level where, uh, let's say you have to... Um, i don't know like attack something or jump on something you could be playing mm-hmm. as a character that really doesn't have access or like the ability to do that so yeah maybe they can't jump they can't jump or it's like what you're like being able to move around let's say if you have to uh like dodge some characters you have to like i think um like the one of the Volt characters that throws like the cds or whatever yep. He has yep. to he can only move if like these uh anchor points are there
2: yep exactly
1: so you could pick a character completely ill equipped for the games you're about to play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no Not completely.
0: Idea. So like I feel like the game sometimes will throw you in that type of situation. But the yeah. like the, the next mini game it'll it'll, you know, is swapping up the characters.
2: Yeah, it's like they're the games are completable with everyone, but the difficulty of in which like you know the, it can be completed is going to vary depending on the character. Okay. And if I'm playing this game randomly with people who have never touched WarioWare or get it together, like they're not really going to know what's going on because I've experienced that. Like people, they're not. Re- you have to like sit down and say, okay, hey, you're going to pick this character, you're going to move this way, and it's got to just be a whole thing, and it makes the experience not really as fun as it could be, especially um, when the games are like three seconds long exactly exactly so i i think i would prefer honestly if they streamline this uh to be a little bit more i guess uh to have parody with like the characters or i mean just make it like how it was before where like everyone can basically do the same thing and and the 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 struggle at that point is not the controls it's not like whatever character i get i have to you know I'm going to be struggling with it. It should be the focus of, uh, should be the mini games. Like, what are right. we doing? Cause it's not, now it's not just like, oh, I have to figure out in three seconds how to like, make the clouds part on this piece of poop that can grow or whatever. I mean, that's probably that sounds like a WarioWare game to me. Yes. Um <laughs> but like it's not just I have to focus on solving that, I have to realize, "Oh, what character am I playing? How do I play this character again? What do I need to do?" And I understand the mentality of Nintendo probably going like, "Well, that's part of the fun," but it actually isn't in practice all the time. Um this is a game I still like. Uh you know, I I'm, I'm going to probably go back to this like every now and then, but this is something I'm gonna, probably going to solo like it, If I pull this out at, like, a party or something, I'm sure some people will probably have a good time, but I can't see, like, doing this for a really long time without, like, you know, super casual people um, who just want to, like, have fun or are really having fun. Chris, your experience may have been a little bit different than mine, though.
0: Yeah, because I could could see where your experience may differ if you're playing with people that don't really play video games. So I can see that. But I also, I mean, I also, like, I don't know. I don't want to say get good, but...
2: <laughs> oh, but but you can say it. You're saying it, though. Okay. Uh, so is that a cut for you, or are you saying keep it on the list?
0: Um, I got... I could fight for this game, but, like, I don't know. We could cut it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Are
2: you, are you sure? You don't have to if you don't want to. Like, we're still pretty early. Mm-hmm. I will say that you will probably be alone. I don't think I'm gonna yeah. fight for this one. Yeah, um, so I'm
0: okay, with, I'm, I'm okay with cutting this.
2: Okay, all right, it is cut. Uh, fight, all right, awesome, I see, I hear somebody clicking that, so thank you. Um, okay, so I guess it's my turn. I'm gonna talk a little bit, this is gonna be really easy, I think. I'm gonna talk a little bit about Mario Party Superstars. Have any of you played this yet? Yeah.
1: Nope.
2: Okay. Oh, James. Great. Good. Mm-hmm. Um. So I actually put this on. Here. I fucking put this on here, which is crazy. Um. Because the Mario Party is a hellscape, uh, in which no <laughs> one, no one returns from. Uh, what? <laughs> Mario Party is is fucking insane. I I think only like masochists like this game. But, like, I really thought Mario Party Superstars was solid. Like, this is what Mario Party should be. Like, in terms of, like, this was a hell of a lot better than that Switch one. Uh, This was Nintendo's attempt at saying, hey, remember when Mario Party used to actually be okay when you were a kid? Uh, Here we go. Um, But in reality, it was never okay. Uh, but so what the thing is that, this game. what are you talking about man dude this game kills friendships relationships like it's mm-hmm, full mm-hmm. of bullshit like nah, I get man. stars for losing like what uh, it's Wait, it's what? crazy yeah you get stars for like fucking up the most basically like hey you didn't move you moved the least or you, you got fucked the most of the mini games here's, here's a star like <laughs> This game's such bullshit anyway so i i did enjoy <laughs> i'm saying that but like i like i liked my time playing this game i played it over thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh a full four player match it's like five boards so not a lot of like content but like i think it's easily replayable because they brought like over a 100 mini games uh back from previous mario parties i want to say practically all of them right outside yeah. of the switch one okay um the game looks very good it looks like they use like you know the current mario models for the 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 games and sometimes you'll see they'll show like screenshots of like 64 version or gamecube or whatever older mario parties and it's like wow yeah mario has certainly come a long way Mm -hmm. uh and that's cool and uh, it's got online play online play that's actually actually good it works I cannot believe it. Nintendo actually produced an online experience that's adequate. So I can't believe can it. They can do it. They can clearly. Okay. Uh, so they have no excuse going forward. Um, so it's really cool because just real quick, um, actually, James, I'm sorry, I've been talking a lot. Do you want to? Do you want to talk a little bit about Mario Party Superstars?
1: Um, no, I pretty much echo where you are. Um, Mario Party Superstars is definitely the Mario Party game for like older Mario Party fans. And it's just a good way to hit a, like, uh, a solid compilation of classic things that we know that works after people just didn't like the Switch one, like you were saying. And uh, personally, I loved it. Um, <clears throat> me and my significant other played it when we were on vacation. She picked it up. We just ran through a couple of different boards, and it was a lot of fun. It just rem- it reminded me of a simple time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So again, nothing like crazy reinvention of the wheel and stuff like that, but um, solid it's just yeah the best of the best superstars it works
2: yeah right exactly um i mean the one cool thing about the online mode is that if somebody drops out like you're playing against randoms they can mm-hmm. come back like they have the opportunity like a bot will take over um yeah. and then if they come back cool they come back and you finish the game i, I thought that was so cool i just um, just
1: need to raise yeah From, emotion, yeah i should say
2: yeah and i didn't experience much lag either so which is really good for a Switch game uh, when where most people are playing Wi-Fi. Uh, mm-hmm. Shitty Wi-Fi at that, you know. So, like, the fact that it, it just, it came through really, really well, um, I considered actually like, buying this myself. I, I was playing uh, another copy of it, uh, but, like, I was like, man, I might need to to get this, cause it might be fun to like pop on a board and you can pick like the kind of map that you wanna match make into the number of turns. So if you really hate yourself, you could do like 30 turns. Um, it's it's just, it's really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm willing to to cut it, but I, I just wanted to shout it out. I thought it was surprising. I, this, this is probably like the biggest, one of the biggest surprises to me that I actually put this on here. Uh, James, how do you feel about this?
1: I really enjoyed Mario Party Superstars.
2: Yeah. Don't know if it's top 10. Okay. All right. Chris, I'm assuming you're in agreement with that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mario Party Superstars, goodbye.
1: It's a great game, though. Thanks for playing my game. There we go.
2: All right. James, I think it's your turn.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's talk about
2: the artful escape oh we want to have this conversation uh, i do want to have this conversation. <laughs> I, think, I think we've hit
1: uh, i think we hit a lot of different ground today but i think we all had a nice little experience with this one so i want to talk
2: about it i think we should talk about this i am very i don't even want to go i want to i don't even want to go first i can't go first you don't uh okay. I, okay. I, I don't think i can go first on this <laughs> I, I need to hear what you all think right now. I I this this is probably the game by, by the way I'm the most interested to hear from each of you.
1: So okay. let's just start with an overview first. Um so the Artful Escape is a narrative-driven side scroller game slash music rhythm game. Um it's like a coming of age story set across the backdrop of small town America and space um you play the role of a, a young folk musician who um yeah, yeah who, a young folk musician who deals with like living in the shadow of a relative and how he goes on to discover himself and what he wants to do with his life um meets interesting cast of characters different situations that challenge him mentally and emotionally and stuff like that. And you also get a chance to put your own little spin on certain dialogue choices and a little bit of character customization, too. And, uh...
0: This game was just a surprise. I wasn't expecting it at all. There we go. Um, this is definitely one of those games if you sort of go in blind, like, go in completely... I mean, I know you're watching this, you're hearing us talk about it, and you're watching gameplay, but... Damn, like, I I, <laughs> like, I really want you, Like, if you listen to this, like, I really want you to, like... Go into this blind because I I really ju- like I didn't I didn't know this was coming out. I think James, you you said something on the show about it, so I was like, okay, like it. Once again, it's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. I need to do a counter. <laughs> we need to do a counter somewhere. How many times I say that? But
2: um, people are gonna think that we're getting paid. We're, we are not getting. We're paid. not getting
0: paid.
1: I
2: mean, that, they got enough.
0: Goodness. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they uh, yeah they they should. They should be.
1: if y'all throwing no money around, we got you.
0: <laughs> but no this, this is just a game that like as a cre- like a you know as a creative I really appreciated the story of mm. um, sort of like like a like someone that feels like they're not doing what they're like meant to do just sort of going along with the flow going with what's safe and like I feel like I don't know, there's certain themes of of putting yourself out there you know um, sort of breaking the mold that I know I just really resonate with, so the game was dope. It's really good.
1: Um, I hundred percent agree. This is
0: something that I definitely am ready to fight for. where's, <laughs> where's my
2: knife? I'm ready to sharpen it <laughs> All right, um <laughs> Chris is... I'm sorry I can't with Chris. Uh, <laughs> I okay. So I'm just going to start by saying, I feel like, and in, in, let me finish before I say that. All right, I think this is going to be my Ghost of Tsushima of the year. Let me explain what I, what I mean by that. I like this game. I like this game. I, I do. And let me explain what I like about this game. And pretty much everything that you guys said. I actually think the narrative was cool. It was affecting. I, I like the voice performances. Carl uh, Weathers, awesome. Uh, Jason Schwartzman did very well. I liked it, I did not like playing the game very much. Um, it did not overstay its welcome, which is good. I think it was about as long as it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a it is a side-scroller, um, and that is what you are doing for <laughs> the game, the whole game. Um, and that's fine, there are some games that game, gameplay is very slight. We have some games on here where you know, you're not, I guess, doing a whole lot, and that's fine um but for me personally um i I think this game's strength is in its story and its visuals and that's that's great and i'm not saying it does not deserve top 10 uh for that right at this moment um you know i i i think for me where it starts faltering is again what we're doing basically playing glorified simon says and that is like the thing and i mean those like there was a moment you know, towards the end that's supposed to, you know, resonate very strongly gameplay-wise. But it didn't because I've been doing that thing for, like, the past couple of hours, um, like, two or three specifically. And I was like, oh, this crescendo should be building. And, like, I kind of feel, like, I get what they're doing. Like, it's kind of working for me. But, like, I it didn't hit the way that, like... I felt like it was supposed to like the way that I felt like they wanted it to hit for me. Um, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment with this game. Um, but I liked it and I don't want to (laughs) be, please don't misinterpret what I'm saying as like, wow, Rod doesn't like our full escape. No, I'm not saying that. I do like the game, but I, I probably a little less enthusiastic than I think you both of you were, Mm -hmm. uh, so were you guys, I don't know if you would probably do like what, a nine out of 10 or something. I'm probably sitting at like a six or a seven, like light, like strong six, light seven, something like that. Like, I mean, solid, solid, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it was top ten for me. I probably played 10 games that resonated with me deep deeper. But to your point, Chris, do when I want to discount what you were saying, I think as a creator, as someone who has like creative ambition. Um, you know, we're obviously involved with this. It's a piece of, uh, you know, the podcast is a piece of, of media, a piece of art that, you know, we put out, uh, you know, um, or at least creative output, I should say, you know, it's a piece, it's a, it's a something that we do. Um, you know, that part certainly resonated with me. The in that the theme of imposter syndrome, I thought was pretty,
1: yeah.
2: was, was, was pretty good. And I think that that was probably the strongest part for me. Again, all the narrative and visual stuff I think was, was really, really good, um, but yeah, I just think that all the game stuff just didn't—it just didn't hit for me like I wanted it to. That's fair. You know, I can yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from with that,
1: because I can definitely say there were parts where the game wants you to play mm-hmm. along as like you're traveling through the um the area, mm-hmm. and like halfway through the area, I'm like, okay, I did it, we can we can get to the next, like, get me to the next story beat. I'm ready
2: yeah that's that's where I was I was like I want to see the next cool area like I want to see visually what you guys do and one of my favorite parts of the game was like you know the fact that they actually I don't know how they did it but like no matter what you're doing where you are in the world um there's a backing track that like that the game can play if you're holding I think it's like x or something where you're just like shredding and you can start the shred like whenever and the game perfectly syncs like the vocal, uh, vocal, the the chords, uh, the dark chords to whatever like is going on there because there's an ambient soundtrack happening in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that they were able to do that is really, really neat. and i was I was really looking forward to that stuff um, and and really like the music in this quite a bit. I, i'm a, I'm a sucker for psychedelic rock anyway. like I, I that's my one of my favorite genres of of rock. Um, so that stuff hit great. Um, mm-hmm. but it was it, it's that exact thing of what you were saying of just like me almost rushing to the, like, through the story stuff, just, or the gameplay stuff, just to get to the next thing, like, when when it, when it the whole Simon Says stuff comes up, I'm like, alright, I, you know, let's just let's move along, um, so yeah.
1: Yeah, I doubt we would see a sequel to something like this, but I would like to see this idea revisited. Definitely. And improved upon. Like, a bit yeah. variety and, like, the improvisation that you're allowed among that backing track would probably help a lot mm-hmm. with the whole gameplay issue. hmm But, um, i do man something about this just hits right cool fair enough so that, that
0: that also like leads to ask like are we keeping this up or are we cutting this
2: down i mean i think you guys feel pretty strongly about it so i don't think we should cut it right now um, maybe yeah. we put it yeah, with we drive yeah yeah let's okay. revisit that uh okay. later let's put an asterisk next to it uh chris i think that's you next
0: okay um, let me see. What? Let,
2: mm.
0: Let's do this. Let's talk about let's, Lost Judgment. Let's talk about Lost Judgment.
2: Let's talk Sorry. about Lost Judgment. I actually have no idea where I feel, like, where I think Lost Judgment falls right now. So, like, let's, let's hash that out. Uh, James, you played Lost Judgment, right? Yes. <laughs> Okay, Chris, you have not, right? Mm-mm. Okay, so I guess this is a conversation between you and me. Uh, okay, how much of the game have you played? Um,
1: I wouldn't know. I got caught up in the um, in the stories of the uh, the school stories,
2: mm, okay. so I haven't
1: dove too far into the main campaign, as I tend okay. to do. I get stuck into the side stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think that actually helps make this a bit easier for me to say where I place this game. Okay. Um. I think that Lost Judgment is probably my fourth or fifth Yakuza game over the past, like, couple of years, like, Yakuza-style game of mm-hmm. doing a show with y'all, and maybe that's why it's easy for me to say that, like, good game, but almost like the Ghost of Tsushima issue from last year, mm. where I've played so much of this style of game, it's hard right. to say that it really, like, stood out this year. Right, right, right. Again, very very great game solid open world fun characters combat love the combat Mm -hmm. kicking people in the face is super satisfying always Mm -hmm. has been always will be (laughs) but like i've kicked you in the face before especially (laughs) in this specific part of
2: town (laughs) right right yeah yeah um so this game is huge like i mean this is probably the biggest game since yakuza 5 which up to that point was the biggest game um that they've made so they what they've done is they, they've taken uh yokohama and uh, from yakuza 7 and they have uh, transported it to the uh the judgment world and it, i think it works really well as, as far as that goes um i mean I, i've been dealing with kamarosho for like eight games so you know mm-hmm. yokohama has not lost his luster quite yet um I will say that the main narrative for this is good, but it—I it, I do think that it's not as uh, propulsive as I think the original Judgment was. Uh, Judgment, I think, was just a stone cold stunner, pretty much from beginning to end. Like I just every single chapter was just incredible with amazing twists. This one is a little bit more of a slow burn. There's a lot more moving parts to it. Um, and I think part of that is because they put a lot of effort into the school story stuff. So James mentioned school stories. Um, if you're not aware, the school stories is basically another game. Like, Judgment, Lost Judgment is is essentially two games in one. Um, it's the main story. Uh, and then the, main, the school story stuff is another game entirely. So they created this school from scratch. It did not exist in other Yakuza games. Uh, at least the interior didn't. Um, and it is like legit a high school, um, exactly what you would probably find in actual Japan. Uh, and you go, you become a counselor for the mystery club, and you have to infiltrate up to 10 clubs um, in order to find out who the professor is. The professor is someone who has been like supposedly corrupting students uh, for some unknown reason and getting them to do like really bad things. Um, like, you know, not murder, but like, you know, they're skipping class or they're like dealing drugs or they're, uh, they're involved in gangs or something like that. Um, you know, vandalism, things like that. So they're, they're involved in some nefarious things, that uh, shit that you have to find out like who this person is and stop them. Um, when you're infiltrating these things, it's every, it ranges anywhere from like a skateboarding gang to which, you know, a 40, almost 40 year old, uh <laughs> Yagami joins um a high school skateboarding gang. Um also he you can join the esports club, which means that you could play Virtual Fighter 5 uh, as an esport. That's one of the the club mini games. It's stuff like that. Uh, you could even do a dance mini game. So it's mm-hmm. very much like a um I the wouldn't discos? say Yeah, kind of like the disco in the mini game like in the other Yakuza mini games, like Dance Dance Revolution but like on the controller, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um which is really cool and there's a lot of effort and energy that goes into all of those mini games. Um, so that's where you spend I would say like 20 plus hours. Like, I spend a lot of time in those. The thing with the school stories I would say is that some of those mini games are very good. Um, maybe some of the best parts of the entire Lost Judgment package. Uh, there's a boxing minigame, for instance, that I think is pretty damn good. Um, they could make an entire game off of that by itself. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are others that just aren't as interesting or they don't last as long. Like I'm thinking of there's a there's a photography club that just you don't – it's like three missions long. It's like in, in, barely an hour. You take a couple of pictures and that's it. Like that's – it's it's just not very extensive or interesting mm-hmm. um, and not really different than anything else you've, you're doing in the main it campaign. Game, game. Right. Yeah. So there are a few of those. Um, Luckily, I think that at least like six, I think are pretty worth it and interesting. So I do think it, and the conclusion of the school story stuff is worth seeing through. Um, It does take a long time though. There's a lot of grinding involved um, to do that. You have to beat like something like 30 opponents or something um, through the boxing mini game to like see the end of that story. So it could take a while, particularly if you're like grinding through it. So it's recommended to like take story breaks or maybe a break in general from the game and then come back to it. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. You said you you are kind of liking the school story stuff, James. Like you said that you were enveloped in that or you haven't really yeah. progressed in the main story because of school. Exactly. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, I don't, I'm i interested to see where the story goes. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm enjoying, like you said, the mini games so much that I, I don't really need to go anywhere else.
2: Frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um to your point you mentioned about the combat too um I, I do think that like this is probably the best the, the hand-to-hand combat has ever been mm-hmm. in a yakuza game um I, I don't even think it's just the 60 frames per second that you get with the next gen versions um or current gen but like it's it's something it's so fast fluid you get a lot of really cool moves um there's not a ton of ex stuff in this one it seems like but like honestly the, the their fights are just so snappy i almost don't even care right. um so I don't know. I, I pumped like fifty to sixty hours in this, so I, definitely one of the longer games I played this year. And I don't do that very often. Like you guys already know. Like I, I recoil when I start seeing games have like more than thirty hours. I'm like, uh, I don't know. The Yakuza series is like light too. <laughs> I, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Yakuza series is like one of the few where I'm like, I'm I'm going to probably play this and and at least give it a shot. Uh, and I usually finish them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I I'm looking at the list right now. I don't know, Chris, how convinced you are. I, I I don't know yet. I don't know. Am I ready to cut it, James? It sounds like you're ready. You you're good to cut it. Um, maybe I am. I don't know yet. Like I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to go too hard on it. But I don't know if I'm ready to just like let it go yet.
1: I'm not um, either. That's but fair. We, So I went over the list before we started. Yeah, made like a little like of the ones I knew I wanted to fight for and that was oh, yeah. on there. That's okay. like my, top, my top 10. So
2: maybe we revisit this then when we like cut more of the list down. Um, cause yeah, I, I'm not super, I could be swayed. I could be swayed to maybe like make room for it for something else. But like, I, I don't know, let's see where we end up on some of these other ones. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about, it's my turn now. Um, um, I thought I had huh okay Operation Tango. Hmm. I'll talk about some operation Tango for a second. uh Chris, you and I played this James, did you get a chance to check this out this is VR correct uh-uh. I don't I don't think so okay yeah we'll Oh you know what you might be thinking of operation like echelon or something, something it's like a like it, it's like you're a you're playing a military dude and you're like mm. rowing a boat. Yes, I don't know. That's <laughs> not
1: what I'm thinking of. That's not the one. okay. Oh, this game. Yeah, I didn't play this.
2: No, okay. Have fun. So Chris, Chris and I played this. Um, it was a, It's a completely co-op game. It's like keep talking and nobody explodes. Um, have you played that one? No, but I heard I've heard of it. I understand. Okay. Okay, so it works exactly like that, where um, like one person's playing the spy, the other person's playing the hacker, and uh, you can't obviously see what's going on on each other's screen. So, like, if I'm playing hacker and uh, you know the other person's spy, I'm seeing like security cameras and like computer code, and the agent is going into the field and actually um, in, in actually in like doing things. So, for okay. instance, there was a there was a level where. Chris and I, I think I was the agent. Chris was the hacker. Uh, and I was in the field kind of navigating through a room with secure or lasers, right? Like I think there were lasers in this room that were kind of moving all in this room. Chris could actually see the lasers. He had, they had like infrared, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. And he could see where they were going to be. So they were like, hey, Rod, you got, you're going to have to stand here before the laser goes um so hurry up and do that now so he'd have to give me like a count and then we would go execute that action um so it's a very intensely co-op experience and
0: what's crazy is that like the way rod uh explained that since i've only since we've only like so we've played through the game but we've played through as like a certain you know side so like Mm -hmm. that mission that he just described i like saw it in the way that you know i played it as as the Mm -hmm. operator when Mm -hmm. you play as the agent it looks completely different yeah like completely different so um, so two
2: takes of each level
0: pretty much
2: kind of yeah 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 you're really getting half the experience so it really is like a thing that you kind of want to go back and play again with Mm -hmm. the opposite characters Mm -hmm. to see everything
1: well that does sound pretty cool
2: yeah i thought it was really unique um uh, chris did you have anything else that you wanted to add about this
0: i mean you, you You pretty much said everything that I felt about the game because we actually got through it. Um, I think. Yeah. I think you told me that there's some like uh, extra like DLC missions that are free or something. Yes. Um, yes. So like I like I like the game enough where I would go back to actually play those, but with, yeah. did, like do I feel like this game like sort of stands up to like my top ten or what I think our like conclusive top ten will be? No, I think this is an honorable mention. I think this is something that if you have. This is something that you want to play with, like with your gamer buddies. Like, if, if if you have friends that like are like quick and like like see a puzzle and like try and figure out what it is pretty quickly, like play with those friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play with significant others, but this is one of those games that it's it's sort of going to be. It's built to be frustrating at some point. It's built yeah. to like if you want to work on communication with your significant this other, this is it. <laughs> if you're not ready, if you're not ready to like. Like fight through that, then don't even like. If that's gonna cause a fight, don't even do it. Not don't even do it. If, it's, if you know the, if you know this game will cause a fight, don't do it. Or do <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this might this might
1: be the way y'all fix that. Yeah. Right.
0: So um this is definitely something okay, I, I'll, I'll I'll say that is um is on like a, a play. Like I want people to play this game, but I I don't know. There are other games that came out this this year that I, I like more than I like this game. Not saying I did like this game, it's just that um, it's an honorable mention for me.
2: Yeah. I think I'm with you on that, Chris. I think we could probably cut it. I just wanted to shout it out because it was a really, really cool experience. Um, But I think there's a better co op game on this list that I would rather Mm -hmm. talk about anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The (laughs) foreshadowing. Right. So, yeah. Goodbye, Operation Tango. We love you. Okay. James. Yes. What do you have for us?
1: All right, then let's return to an old classic and huh. talk about Returnal. Oh wow! Okay, let's do that. All right. So, um, I guess I'll start. Returnal, PlayStation exclusive, PlayStation Five. at this point, in this case, um, from Housemark. Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Housemark Studios. Um, this is. Probably the most fun I've had with a roguelike since Hades. Okay. Um, but definitely more frustrating than Hades yeah. was for me. I will say that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It had a bit of everything. It had time loop. It had mysteries. It had bullet hell. It had um, fantastic uh, triggers even. just Just the, yeah. the sensation yes. of maneuvering and navigating this game felt really cool. Um, yeah, I think
2: I think this is the game that uses the uh, PlayStation Five features uh, this like the best after uh, Astrobot. I think
1: I I wasn't
0: using the DualSense stuff like I would actively turn off DualSense mm-hmm. until I played this game. Mm. Like this is the game that like sold me on like the whole DualSense like the the uh, adaptive triggers like that all that stuff. I'm sold. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the PSVR version.
1: Oh, that's such a good idea! I didn't you think about that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I did not beat this game. I think I'm still stuck in that third biome. No, it's funny. Um, I think I
0: saw a statistic. <laughs> I think only it was either ten or twenty percent of people that played this game actually completed it. Really? Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Like, look, like,
0: like, look up the trophy for like completing the game. Like, it's mm-hmm. a is a low number.
1: Do you think that has anything to do with that whole save issue from the I think, launch? I
0: think that's partial. I think a lot of people dropped the game because of that. Um, for me, it was a mixture of that and a mixture of just like you said, the difficulty of the game. Um, like imagine having like a really like really good run, and then putting your game, putting your system on uh, on rest mode, mm-hmm. and then coming back to like your your system restarting or doing an update causing the game to yeah. back out causing you to lose that really good run that happened to me like a couple of times yeah so um i definitely stopped playing because of that but the game itself like it's you know, sort of like what you said um it's the perfect mixture of like what a lot of recent game of the years have done so like i got you know like you guys said hades i got hades out of this i got a little bit of control out of this with just like the atmosphere of the game. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh and, and shout out to um uh, housemark for like putting putting out a game like this and then like like I feel like this is this is like was their biggest game this uh you know this game put that studio I mean I know people heard of the studio but like people know of the studio now because of this game mm-hmm. so um, I had fun with it I didn't finish it either but uh <laughs> definitely like I appreciate Everything that they sort of, like, the, the detail that they sort of put in this game, uh, not only does it look uh, uh, really good, um, the performance, like, the, uh, I think that I, I play all of my PlayStation 5 games on uh, performance mode, so, like, I always try to get, like, crank out the most frame rate out of it, and right. this is definitely one of those games that, like, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, this is, like, now I feel like I'm in, in like, next gen, but, like, this is one of the games that I was like, wow, like, PS5, hmm. This is this is this is sort of what it could do, so like it, it sort of like solidified my my purchase for the PlayStation Five because up until that point, up until like you know, I guess halfway through this year, I was like, you know what, I honestly like if I wasn't doing this, if I wasn't like you know, uh, a gaming enthusiast, like I wouldn't care if I didn't have a PlayStation Five right now. Mm. But games like this sort of like get me to think. All right, cool. I'm glad I have a PlayStation Five.
2: Mm. Okay. okay. Um, I have a lot to say about this game. Uh, so I, I like how James is like, hmm, I'm going to settle in. <laughs> uh, so this this was a game that, you know, we talked a lot about it earlier in the year when it first came out. I think a lot of us picked it up day one. Um, and and I, I think our conclusion at the time was this is solid, needs some work in some areas. There's some quality of life things that they need in here. Like the save thing was was almost a, a game killer for me. like it did actually kill the game for me. Um like I couldn't I could not commit to, to playing this because previously they wanted you to just run through the biomes. Run through all the biomes. Um there are six total and they wanted you to run through three at a time. Most people can't do that. Uh for whatever reason. I'm one of those people. I can't I can't sit down and commit. Like, you know, sometimes I can maybe have a longer session, but like I can't just usually cognitively be like, all right, I'm gonna sit down for like three hours and play this thing. I, I'm going to do that for three hours. It's like kind of an on the, the fly thing. Um, so that that effectively killed this game for me. Uh, that, and I think I had an issue with the way that the roguelike elements were implemented. Um, it never felt like as dynamic as Hades did. Uh, Hades constantly, constantly felt like a new experience. Every single freaking time I, boot, I booted that thing up, like every time. Uh, but with Returnal, you kind of get the sense of, like, how rooms are going to go. So it's just really a luck of the draw, like, you know, even more so than usual roguelike. So that's kind of where I was prior to uh, the update. That's how I'll refer to it, like, that, the update that came out. Um, I actually went back to this game in the last uh, few weeks, mm-hmm. and I stopped on Biome 4. Um, initially, I went back, and not only did I finish the game... Uh, I ended up finishing it in the last like week or two um, in preparation for this, kind of. But I finished the game, I finished all three acts. So uh, the if you don't know, act one is biomes one through three, act two is four through six, and then act three is you have to find uh, fragments, these items in each biome, and then finish the game again. So you like basically go to biome six, beat the boss, see the true ending. So there's like two or three endings in that game. I actually went and did everything and like the last week. I literally did that a few days ago Uh, and I was able to do that partially because of the save feature so like if I was on a really hot run and I had to go like do something I and put the game down turn off my console whatever I could do that I suspended the cycle or I you know I was getting an invite for something else like to play another game quit go do the other game and Mm that's perfect maybe I only felt like playing for like 15 20 minutes cool um, that is a game changer. Really can't stress out enough how great that feature is. Um, I also need to say this game had two of my favorite moments of all, uh, of, all of last year, uh, which was the Biome 3 boss yep. and the Biome 4 boss. Um, I think those bosses were absolutely amazing. Uh, definitely highlights of the year period. I'm not saying, you know, hey, Returnal should be top 10. I mean, I'm cool with it if that's where it goes. But like, you know, but I do think, regardless of where this game ends up, like fucking incredible. So just real quick, uh, James, you said you were stuck at Biome 3. Chris, you did do the Biome 3 boss, right? Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. can we just like, I mean, like, I we gotta talk about, like, what that is. James, I hope you don't mind, like, no, a little bit I'm, of like... I'm gonna shoot it anyway. Let's go okay so (laughs) i like it i like it um i mean that sensation so i actually beat the boss for fun uh the other day when i was actually doing the fragment thing because you actually can't go from biome three to four without like actually beating that boss and i was just like fuck it man we're already here i'm just gonna beat it anyway so like that sensation of like falling and flying through the air and having just an avalanche of like these orbs coming at you and that music is sensational like i cannot stress enough how euphoric like that sequence was like that's when i was like ah this is what people were talking about because it, it took me a minute like i liked the bosses of returnal by the way beat that motherfucker in one try like that was so good like gave me dark souls vibes of like all right i'm in it um but I think Biome 4 boss takes that a step further, probably my favorite boss in the whole game, where, uh, the, like you said, Chris, the atmosphere, the character, the art design, character design, on point, It has. it's very reminiscent of, like, Alien, um, or Promethean, or Prometheus, um, the Ridley Scott films, like, Uh, very creepy. I love the voice recordings. I love everything narrative about this film, uh, this film, this, this game. Um, and, and I I love like how disturbing and creepy it is without being outright scary. Like it's not what I would say is a scary game, but it's very tense, uh, and unsettling. Uh, and I love that. I love the atmosphere that this thing gives off constantly. Um, I really hope you guys, like, go through at least Biome 4, because I, I think that's, like, the peak of the game. Uh, and, and I think everybody who plays it should should see that boss. It's incredible uh, what they do. Like, the the, the amalgamation of... Uh, I keep saying film. Uh, the amalgamation of music and gameplay. Like, you just get into, like, a zen-like state. Um, kind of like when I play Rez, and I'm just kind of, like, zoned out. Um, you know, I imagine that's, like... Uh, this is going to be really stupid, but I guess it's, I imagine that's what being on like a lot of drugs feels like. Like when you're just like, <laughs> like when you're just like, just z- completely just z- in the zone and you're you're only paying attention to the one thing, Returnal does that for me. Like, I'm just like, you know, everybody has like gamer face, I guess, like where you probably look really dumb when you're like really like, I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm just, just on the couch, like going crazy and, but it's, like, I'm not even caring or paying attention. It's just I'm so focused, hyper-focused on this, this one thing. So, I don't know. Returnal really did that for me. Um, and it's really hard to describe, like, the feeling that, that those bosses particularly gave for me. But super, super high on this game. I personally think I should get an asterisk. Uh, but, you know, if we want to cut it, then... Mm-hmm. Nah, we can right. keep
0: it because I'm 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 also there with you. Like I really I really enjoyed this game, and like this is coming from someone that like uh I don't know like sort of like you said like I, I wouldn't compare this to like Dark Souls or whatever, but like it sort of oh, it puts you in that mindset of you know coming across certain enemies and like they have attack patterns and like at the end of the day it's if you if you're not adjusting to those attack patterns it's honestly your fault. Like the game yeah. gives it like. You eat, like a lot of the a lot of the enemies like telegraph a certain way before they're about to attack. That if it's like whenever I die, I I mo- mostly mostly could be like okay, that that's fair that that was my fault. Um, every now and then like you'll throw some bullshit at you, but this was something that was fair. So I, I mean yeah, I'm cool with keeping it.
2: Okay, all right, cool. James, that was you, right? Yes, sure. it was. Okay, Chris.
0: Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and hurt my own feelings. You ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Let, let's let's talk about Dodgeball Academia.
2: Wow, not where you... I thought you were going with that at right. all.
0: Yeah.
2: Not where I thought you were going. Okay. Uh yeah. What's going on? Tell us about Dodgeball Academia. Oh
0: man. All right. So, if you've ever and and this is <laughs> this is one of the sports games i was talking about (laughs) i I figured Uh, as much okay (laughs) but if you ever wanted to play like a like a essentially what is like a dodgeball anime this is the type of game for you like i i had so much fun with this game and this is like one of those games that did a great job of mixing like good like just good gameplay decent gameplay with a story that like i actually was like invested in i was invested in the characters i was invested in like where the story was going to go. Not saying that this was, like, a, a life-changing story or anything like that, or a mm-hmm. life-changing gameplay, but I feel like it was good enough to, like... Like, I finished this game. This was one of the games that, uh, when it came out, for one, I was not expecting it. And two, I... I think when I completed the game, I was in, like, the like top 2%, top 1% of certain trophies or yeah. achievements. So... Mm-hmm. No, it to say, I really like
2: this game. I'm with you. I like this game a lot. The The thing is, so caveat, though, with this, is that I got a game-breaking bug that killed all my progress. No. I was, like, several... Yeah, I was several several chapters deep. I lost probably, like, four or five hours of progress. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It put me nearly to the start of the game. Uh, and I was firmly, like, at the halfway point, I think, um... I binged it, similar to Chris, I was having like a really good time with it, um, and it just fucking sucks, and I think that's actually why I didn't finish it, um, because I, I just didn't have the heart to go to restart all of that again. Um, luckily, there is an option, though, where you can set, I think, all the damage to like 400% and you to like 0%, so you don't take any damage and you hit everyone and like you kill everything in one hit. So I think I'm gonna probably do that and just skip all of the dialogue that I've already experienced. And I'm gonna do that at some point. I, I didn't have any time to do it before this, but... Now, now here's, um, but here's my point, though. Yeah.
0: The, the story is good enough where like, it at least gets you to the point where you at least want to see it all the way to the end, right?
2: Yeah, I, no, I, 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 yeah. I think the game is like written really well uh, and the characters are... Uh, like I think there are, we have a few games on this list that I think are exceptionally written. At, this is one of them. Like, I think this one has a personality that immediately jumps from the screen, uh, like immediately. Not only in the art style, that's not to say like anything of the art style, like that is, it looks like straight up like a uh, like a Cartoon Network thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's insane how good the art is uh, in this game. It looks beautiful. I don't know if it's in like native 4K, but it looks gorgeous. Um, but, and I was also surprised with the dodgeball mechanics. They were pretty deep, like surprisingly deep. Um, a few chapters in and they were like still teaching you uh, certain things, like you know, the dot it's not just like, throw dodge run like you have special moves you have counters blocks uh you switching characters uh mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's really cool then like the whole mechanic of like there's a strategy with like sending your player to the other side and using them mm-hmm. to like kind of smush players together basically you like sandwich or pincer other uh characters i think that that's really cool too um and really was, surprised and i
0: was gonna say it was great seeing uh the computer doing that too
2: yeah yeah something
0: yeah. happened
1: to me i was like wait what <laughs> we can yeah. do that this game it was pretty cool
2: yeah yeah this is a really really cool game um uh james did you you played this and you guess, liked it right i did i enjoyed
1: it a lot from what i did get to play um i mean everything you guys said i echo definitely this the uh the smoothness of the mechanics the writing they were having so much fun with this game
0: yeah, and you, can tell, it, it, you yeah. can tell that they're, like, enjoying themselves, like, creating this game.
1: Just because, like, even yeah. even the like, side characters, the one-note characters, they just have something about them. That that just makes the, every NPC stand out. And that's that's rare to find nowadays. I, I yeah.
2: That. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I don't know, Chris, you said you were going to hurt your feelings. I mean, I we could I put the why. asterisk. We could put the asterisk next to it if you want. Like, okay. we could keep it for right now.
0: Okay. I'm cool with that I'm cool yeah with that.
2: um okay so it's my turn uh we do have to start cutting some stuff so i'm gonna go for an easy one here an easy <laughs> cut um and i'm gonna talk a little bit about hell let loose um i thought this was a really really cool game i don't think anybody else here played it right uh-huh. it was only me mm-hmm. um so with Hell let loose and sorry guys i'm like i'm actually doing the uh the cutting there on the on the dock um so Hell at loose is really cool i talked about it a little bit on the show previously but it is essentially battlefield but not broken um oh. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> it is it oh, is a geez. large it is a large scale military shooter um i would even say like milsim like it's it's almost a simulator really and not really too arcadey but the thing that that's really cool is that it, it functions primarily on communication so this was a, also a play, play playstation plus game so uh you know Really easy to just, like, you know, if you downloaded it for that month, uh, really easy to check out. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, every squad has, like, a leader. And a leader designates orders to the squad leaders. And the squad leaders designates orders to, like, their uh, lieutenants or scouts or whoever is underneath them. That sort of hierarchy is awesome. Like, in a game, like, it's it's really cool to feel like you're actually in a battle um like a like a real war um and i mean not to say that war's fun it's not uh but i'm in a game context like it is uh pretty uh, pretty cool to like just have communication be like the thing like that's one thing i like about um a lot of multiplayer games um is ironically i don't love to talk to randoms but like games where you need uh strict communication i think shine really really bright for me personally uh, and Hell Let Loose absolutely did that. It's actually based off of like photo real, or not photo real, but like literal locations uh, from World War uh, One, I think. Um, someone might rake me over the coals for that later, but I think that's that's what it is. But they're they're, they're real battlefields, uh, real weapons. It's not a fast game whatsoever. If you're like into arcade shooters, you're probably not gonna like this. But if you're looking for a more like grounded, realistic experience. Um. this is it. I also had my, my, probably my favorite online experience with this game where I met like this Australian dude. Um, I think I talked about this on the show, um, but it was like two o'clock in the morning, my time. And this dude was like, I was just wandering the battlefield and he was like, uh, you don't know what you're doing, do you? Um, obviously, with an Australian accent, I'm not gonna do that. Kind of offensive, but um, but he was like, yeah, you know, you don't know what you're you don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, no, I don't. Can you help me? <laughs> and he was super nice, uh, super kind, and he like literally like sherpa'd me through uh, the game. And I was like, are you, dude? Are you on the dev team or something? And he's like, no, nah, man. I just like I really like this game. So uh, yeah, it was cool. I never make friends anymore. You never make friends in online games. Uh, like anymore, because everybody's in a party or whatever. Like, you know, they're all kind of in their own bubble in world. And this was the first game I played in literally years, uh, that where that wasn't the case. Uh, so I wanted to shout this game out. I think it's super, super cool. Not enough people are playing it. Um, but I think for the, the hardcore enthusiasts who like are really into something like this, I think you'll really dig it. But um, I think it can leave the list.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough. All right, James, what you got?
1: Okay. Um, hmm. I want to know more about chicory in this colorful tale. Oh boy. Okay. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you want to go first? I've been playing Chicory, so I, I Really? Like, okay, go go first. I, I want
0: to, I want to go ahead and like pull up the video. Okay. I
2: I've not I've not finished Chicory. Um I am a few chapters in. Um I will start by saying, I like chicory. I like chicory. Um, the, the thing I like about the game is that um, it is, it reminds me of Undertale, kind of. Like, when I think of Undertale, I think of like, really, um, hold on one second, gotta yell at the cat. What is <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> the marker button? Where's I already the hit button. Boom. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um. We got so an
1: cat sound. You know that, right? Yes. Uh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> it have been really funny had I, I not been muted there. Um. But uh, but but, Chikorita is cool because it is a. Uh, it, like I said, it reminds me of Undertale. The writing. So we talked a lot about Dodgeball Academia, and the writing is really special. Um. I actually think that about. Uh, I actually think that about Chicory. So um, it, the thing about Chicory is that it feels very down to earth. It feels like, um, it, it feels like everybody in that universe, like everyone's an animal and they're named after food. But like, so it seems like on its face, it's really silly. It's like this game about, you got to paint the world. Uh, you know, it's it it, it feels like it's, it's a, for lack of a better term, like, like a child's game. But it really isn't in a lot of ways. Like, they're dealing with some adult topics. Like, I mean, not necessarily violence or sex, but they're, they're, but they're dealing with, like, depression. They're dealing with, like, anxiety. Things like that. Like, a lot of mental health uh, issues that, like, you know, they're not afraid. I mean, the game literally starts with, um, you know, a, a character understanding or, or realizing, perhaps a little naively, that, like, you know, someone else is suffering from, like, a... Uh, depression. Um, You know, someone's like, hey, I don't feel like doing this thing anymore. I don't quite know why. I'm not really explaining it to you, but like, I just, I'm not feeling it for some reason. Um, I love the way that this game does text as well. Everything is like in text bubbles. Um, But like, things that are supposed to be emphasized are in very large font, or very small font, or maybe the font is like shaking. So... I know it's really bad um she's just not acting up until just like just now um but but yeah it's like i I love the way that that dialogue is conveyed in this world it's just really really cool and it feels very lived in um you can paint over everything um so chris did you play this on the switch
0: so i actually played this on the pc i played this on the pc like i did some of it it was at one point it got really weird um as like and you could play with a controller, or you could play with keyboard and mouse, mm-hmm. and I did, like, the mix, at one point, I did, like, a mixture of both, which was weird, um, but I, I really appreciated playing this on the PC, because you're literally, like, making, like, the brush strokes with your mouse and everything like that, right, um, but, you know, just to echo everything that Rod said, uh, everything he said <laughs> is true, um, because of, like, how this game's, like, how they, um, tackle, like, just the topic of you know, being a creator like dealing with burnout I think that's the biggest theme for me is dealing with mm. burnout and then what what comes out of dealing mm. with that burnout and how mm. uh, people sort of see you how you see yourself like there's, there there's a there's a lot that this game which looks like a true it look it is literally a fucking coloring book
2: yeah yeah literally but,
0: but like it sort of like tackles these themes that you know once again like for, for me as a creator, It just resonates so a lot of the games that like i'm like i i feel like that i really am pushing for for this game of the year sort of has that theme so i'm a little biased for that but Mm -hmm. you know even if you're not a creator i feel like the story and the characters and just the atmosphere is good enough for you to really care about it like you will care about the characters you'll care about like just like what's going on in the world um it's sort of like not only are you like just you're coloring in everything but it's sort of like a platformer like to me it's sort of like i had a um I compare it to, like, Link to the Past, of, like, that top-down type of, uh, like, platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, slight like puzzles here and there. Like, you have to... Uh, there's, like, certain, like, little cats that you have to find. So you have to uh, paint their environment a certain way for them to, like, pop out. Um, there's just, like, different things that you could do and different ways that your paint interacts with the environment that I think is pretty cool. And, like, the further along that you get in the game... They start giving you more abilities to sort of like get through, sort of like uh, like with like Super Metroid or something like that. Like it's sort of I guess at that point it's sort of like a Metroidvania where you're getting these abilities to sort of go back through these areas that you've been through, mm-hmm. and sort of like at least for me seeing the progression of like how I started the game painting everything out, and then going through and then coming back to areas that I've painted. I'm like, wait a minute, why did I paint it this way, or why like seeing how my um like as an artist seeing how like more technical that you're getting with like how you paint things and how like what you do with their environment i i really appreciated seeing that progression of the character because not only do you feel like you're getting better but like the main character that you're playing as you can see them like getting better as artists so
2: Hmm. that's cool i i want to get like to that point so so i i again i like this game a lot let me actually explain kind of where I'm running into a wall though with this game. I think I purchased it on the wrong platform like to be honest. I, I, I'm jealous of you playing it on a PC and I think I'm playing it the wrong way like literally. I I, I don't think it's working very well with me. Like I like handheld mode. I love handheld mode on Switch. Mm-hmm. Like I own I pretty much only play my Switch games on handheld mode. Um, I probably count on like one hand how many times I've like literally docked my Switch and played for more than like an hour. Um, I think I have to probably try that with this game because the gameplay is sort of, uh, it's very difficult for me right now, um, to get into because what is happening is that on one stick, the left stick, I'm controlling, like, I think the character, uh, and the player character, and then the right stick, I'm controlling the brush. And so like, it's crossing my wires in a way that like, it doesn't feel great um because like and that sucks because like some of the mechanics are really really cool like there's boss fights in this game which i was like mm-hmm. what <laughs> was not expecting that um and really creepy shit too which is cool like i love that stuff i mean obviously we just finished talking about returnal and how weird that game is like i i, I like all of that stuff in chicory but like i find myself hitting uh some sort of like weird stopping point where like I, i'm i'm I'm, it's like drumming. You have to like, you have your sticks in the in your hand. You have to know to hit the cymbal or the hi hat, and then the the snare, and then you have your foot doing the bass. It's like you have to be kind of like, you know, your brain has to like go in three different directions to do these things, and they all have to be working in tandem. And I just don't think that's working for me right now, um, and it's kind of making the gameplay suffer. Even though there's some cool ass mechanics that have to do with the paintbrush, like um, you, the you, you're some cool movement where like you paint a a a bush um, and the bush will like like the green bush will like go take you to another part of the map maybe um or like there's some balloons that pop up and you paint that or you move it around and then when you paint it or put some color on it or put your brush on it it will like pop and that might break some rocks or open up some new areas around the world like there's some really neat mechanics that i just don't feel like i can fully engage with because i haven't like really played with Um, The control scheme the way I should. Um, And I did hear that this game is best played docked. Uh, And again, admittedly, a lot of my faults come from not playing docked yet. So, um, I do want to do that. And I fully intend on finishing this game um, because I I like it quite a bit. And it sounds like you loved it, Chris.
0: Yeah, so, where's that knife I'm sharpening? I gotta continue
2: sharpening. (laughs) Oh, this is one of the ones, huh? Okay. 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 Not fair hickory, we can keep it. Yeah, let's put the asterisk on that. Uh, who, James? Was that your selection? That was. Okay,
0: James was like, "Yo, I'm coming
1: for blood." <laughs> I know James
2: was like, "I don't give him a shit. Like, I'm going for the neck." <laughs> I
1: just
0: want to see what you got. Fair enough.
2: Fair <laughs> enough.
0: All right. All right. I see how it is. Let's mm-hmm. let's go ahead and talk about Ratchet and Clank Rift apart. Okay. Mhm. Mm-hmm, I did that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean. Is there much to say about Ratchet and Clank anymore that hasn't been said?
2: That's how I feel about <clears throat> Rift Apart. <laughs> That's how I feel about that game. I like that game. I, I like too. Rift. I, I liked it. Um, this is, you know, I know I said this about, um, what did I say? I said that about Artful Escape, but I think mm-hmm. genuinely, I think Rift Apart is my Ghost of Tsushima. Like where I feel like it's a great number 11. It is a good game. Rift. It's a good game. I like it but mm-hmm. it is missing something to put it over the top to you know, me. What, I know exactly what it's missing.
1: What? A different playstyle. I don't, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the biggest mm-hmm. missed opportunity in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is that it gives you a literal carbon copy of Ratchet and Clank and tells you to play as them too. Like <laughs> it doesn't change any of the weapons. It doesn't change how they, ne- how they maneuver. The only yeah. thing that changes is what? You get a hammer instead of a wrench.
0: Yeah, it's to the point where they they share theirs like their uh,
1: upgrades. They share right. everything, yeah. And like I get it, they're supposed to be like multiversal beings, but I mean, even Miles has different powers than Peter. If we're yeah. doing like the same hero with different stuff,
2: you know, it sucks because I I like Rivet, I like Rivet, I like Kit, like I like I all too. of that. I like all of that stuff. Like the story was fine too. Like I enjoyed it. It felt like a. Like a little blockbuster movie, it didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome. It was like what a little less than ten hours long, something like that. I mean,
1: it twice. It wasn't too long.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I, I like this game, I really do, but I just don't know if there's enough. Like, I feel I look at this list, I'm just like, is it? I mean, is it really gonna hang with some of these other things that we? I mean, we've already asked for like six things. Like, I mean, I just don't know if it's gonna be up there for me. I think so. You mentioned gameplay. As far mm-hmm. as the characters go, for me, Rift Apart kind of falls over when it comes to... Like, this is Ratchet & Clank for PS5. Like, it's, like legit, You it's the same thing. Um, and, and that's fine, because Ratchet & Clank is fine, but, like, I was expecting more from the Dimension stuff like Mm -hmm. i I wanted more aspects of that there's that world did they do it once where it's the world where it's like it's been destroyed and you hit the crystal and it goes back to like before it was destroyed so you're kind of like that was neat so that was like the one i thought it was going to be the game was going to be that but like the whole time uh and it just really wasn't you use riffs outside of that level just to like the grappling points yeah like grappling points and i I was just like and that was cool it's using the hardware in a like the ps5 hardware in a really neat way but Mm -hmm. it's just not enough there for me to differentiate that and think like okay it's just another one of those ratchet and clank games which is cool Mm -hmm. but that's kind of where it ends for me
1: i understand that makes a lot of sense if they were able to like jump between planets mid-mission that would have been cool like right pop a dimension you're back like where you started three levels ago
2: Yeah, yeah. And not to like talk too much about the marketing here, because we're judging like the game and not the marketing, but like that's how it was presented at first. When this game was revealed, it was like, oh wow, look at how fast like the game can load all these things. And that sequence is still in the final game, Mm -hmm. but it does not really represent it in a way that's that's really meaningful. the closest they get is is the um like the bonus levels like that you can find in any of these places. Like Mm -hmm. you'll open a rift and it's, but it's the same kind of like spacey interdimensional kind of <laughs> that, that thing, space you know?
1: between time, it,
2: right, right? Exactly, and it's like a pla- It's an easy platforming thing, and it's neat. It's serviceable, but yeah, I, I think this is the perfect eleven game. I, I, I'm, I don't think I'm fighting for this one too hard. See, this time I'll give you that. That's fair. <laughs> gotcha. Hey,
0: <laughs> you, you guys, pretty much.
2: I mean, I feel like I, at this
0: point, I guess I, I, I feel like I might have liked the game the most no i've loved it
1: okay but i think we all liked it but i can uh, just admit that like it's been done yeah i i don't know i
2: do you want to go to bat for this i mean you can be honest (laughs) you're among friends here don't don't be
0: shy so i i feel like i i would but Hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, re- maybe I James really, gives you the support. Yeah. I re- I really like this game because, like, I think they okay. they figure something out with the last Ratchet and Clank, and then sort of like, I think they I feel like they took like the safe route with like the second game type of syndrome. You know how like the the sequel always like sort of ups what they do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. I feel like this this game sort of like it sort of did that, but at the same time, is is I think it's just because it was on a new console. I just think like. Yeah. The, They they really took advantage of the uh, power of the PlayStation Five, so you know the game. It looks great, great. like presentation, amazing, exactly. So like that's I don't know, like I'm I'm a sucker for like presentation sometimes, and like the gameplay was extremely solid. Like I didn't really get upset playing this game that that much. Okay, this this game was it was pretty much it was fun all the way through.
2: Okay, so it sounds like a cut for me, but not a cut for you, Chris and. Nah, I guess you would be the tiebreaker James like what do you want to do? I've already put the asterisk on Okay, right, the cool. asterisk is on mm-hmm. All right, um It's my turn uh, Back for blood Ooh. Back for blood. Let's talk a little bit about back for blood. So back for blood is something. I think we all played together mm-hmm. Mark, okay. Um, I liked it uh, Turtle Rock, I think, did a good job, better job with this than they did with Evolve. I thought that this was a huge that improvement. was them, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I think this was more of a concerted effort to bring back that Left 4 Dead magic. Um, I personally thought the card system was interesting and neat. I thought it brought a, uh, <clears throat> a level of variety to the system that made each... Playthrough interesting, like like I, I wanted to actively run through levels over and over and over again to see if I could build certain decks, and that actually worked really really well. Um, I was surprised about that. I thought it seemed gimmicky. Everybody's doing a deck builder now, uh, but this I thought used it in a way that was pretty clever. Um, there are some flaws in it. I I don't love the continue system. I don't love the idea that like you have to run through four or five chapters or something, or start all the way over, and you get like two tries to do it, like for what purpose, I I don't understand that. Um, And I don't think the difficulty is super tuned well. Um, Like normal mode is really fucking hard if you don't have the right cards, and if you go one above that, it's almost impossible. Uh, So I I don't, not crazy about that stuff, but, um, and I do think that some of the enemy variety could be a little bit better uh like it's hard to tell some of like the uh the special characters apart from each other uh you know and they don't they don't have like super memorable names or looks either to them so that's kind of difficult like when you're in the middle of a fight i can't like sit here and try to fucking figure out like who is about to jump me like i have to just tell you oh it's this thing like i should just know automatically from like yards away like what's happening and often i couldn't do that but um uh, production value wise like i thought this was solid and the gunplay is is pretty good too like pretty weighty it feels like the guns feel nice uh chris were you about to say something there
0: i was gonna say um the, i think it's the tall boys and like another enemy where like they they all look the same as more or less how they attack that's how you like know what is what but by the time they attack they're already like in your face and there's like six of them
2: right exactly yeah that's a good point they go really hard on the uh special number mm-hmm. like really hard
0: which i mean that's something that um they put out that they're fixing
2: because like it
0: it was to the point where like it, it became a meme of like how how bad it was um i enjoyed this game i really enjoyed the whole like deck building aspect of it and being able to sort of take what's really good for like a certain character and like building a deck around that uh, yeah. or like some people made decks where they, if they wanted to like grind through a level, they would make a specific play style that you know went along with that. So, uh, this game definitely has like replay value. It's something that uh, I, did we finish? Yeah, we finished it, but I feel like we went, we got nowhere close to like really finalizing like builds that we had. Like we were like we were somewhat getting to a point where we were get like understanding what we were doing. But I, I feel like we still have like a lot of grinding to do to get those cards.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. James, do you have any thoughts that you want to add to Back for Blood?
1: Not really. You guys hit on pretty much all the points I would touch on. Um, like I enjoyed Left for Dead. Didn't really like need more of it. I'm glad that it's here. Um, but yeah, those, those small things that they can fix, like making the enemies more identifiable. Um, just quality of life stuff. Let's move out the difficulty. It's got something there. It's yeah, like I don't think this is like a top ten, personally.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much ready to cut this. Yep,
0: I'm not with you guys. All right.
2: All right, cool game though. Cool game. Something I'll probably go back to, uh, like a little bit. Like as long as it's on Game Pass anyway. Uh, and I can mm-hmm. I can see myself having some fun with it. All right, James.
1: Yes. Ooh. Okay. Um, speaking of games we've
2: played together, Knockout City. Let's talk ah, about Knockout yeah. City. Yeah, that's a that's a good game. I like Knockout City. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked this game. I it came out of nowhere, really. I mean, I that awful awful marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that piss. What was that a uh, commercial? Not a commercial, but it was like I guess at E3 where it was like they were interviewing a bunch of like random character Video or something like that. See, yeah it's
0: one of those commercials that you're like all right what is this a commercial for yeah
2: yeah, yeah. and you're like a dodgeball what um yeah looks really weird um but once i showed the actual gameplay i was like oh okay maybe but it's ea so i guess we'll see um and it came out and completely surprised i think we played this for like a few weeks couple weeks right yeah. something mm-hmm. like that um, and, and I would honestly would would go back to this game. Like, I, I, would, I would play too. this more.
1: I'm kind of curious to see what they've done with it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, solid, solid game. The thing is, just like with dodgeball academia, uh, I didn't realize we had a dodgeball theme going on, uh, here. But, but, uh, I really like that they integrated all of the facets of dodgeball that you're familiar with. Like, you know, um, uh, catching the ball and then throwing it back at the opponent even faster than, than when you caught it. I think it's a brilliant mechanic. Um, It gives a really, it gives everybody a chance to, you know, um, to hit back. And I think that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the arenas are generally really, really cool uh, as well. I I like the art style. It's very cartoony. A a lot of people said like Fortnite-ish. I get it. I get that. Um, But I did think it had its own unique charm to it. uh, And some of the, like, the animations are kind of, Kind of amusing. I was like, okay. All right. Usually that stuff can be really annoying when they're like doing the Dougie and stuff. But like that, this is <laughs> but but they don't try to like I mean <laughs> they don't go overboard with it. Like they do it in a way that's like, all right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't know if I'd fight for this, but but I i, I think it was at least worth mentioning because we I thought we had some fun with it mm-hmm. overall.
0: Yeah. This is this is definitely like a like I would recommend it to people, but um I'm not gonna fight for it for my top ten.
1: Fair enough. Knocked out it is. <laughs> See what you do there. Bam. <laughs> Always. Chris.
0: Um. Uh, all right. Another. Another simple one. Uh. Let's talk about Splitgate. Is
1: this is Portal Halo. Yeah. <laughs> it's Portal Halo. Okay. <laughs> well. Have fun. <laughs> oh, you didn't play Splitgate with us? Oh. You Told oh, me about hey. it a couple times and never got to play it.
2: Okay, I feel I feel like I'm misremembering you being there with a lot of our games that we played together. I don't know why though. I'm sorry, James. What's um <laughs> What the yeah, fuck? So, Chris, do you want to talk or start with Splitgate?
0: do you like Halo? Do you like <laughs> Portal? Yes. That's Splitgate. Yeah. That's literally the game. Um, I mean it's it's a solid game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm not saying it's just If I have the ability to play Halo Infinite, I'll be playing that. I mean, granted, this is different because you have the ability to, like, use portals. And I'm also biased. I'm not really good at using the portals. So maybe that's why I didn't like this game. Hmm. Okay.
2: Okay. I do feel like when people played Splitgate, a lot of times, probably majority of the time, they weren't even using the portals. Like, they were uh just shooting people <laughs> which is fine uh but but yeah i mean the portal gameplay is great i i mean that combination of halo and portal is brilliant i think it works really really well here you have all of your modes you got the deathmatch um i don't know if there's capture the flag though is there i don't r- recall that i don't remember that being yeah um basic elimination SWAT, um all the weapons literally all of them are some analog of a halo weapon like a battle rifle assault rifle pistol like all that stuff rocket launcher everything it's 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 your standard military weapons uh, specifically halo it's got a very um you know space marine feel to the whole thing mm-hmm. um when we played it i mean this thing was like early access i don't think this was officially out and i mean correct me if i'm wrong on that but i don't think it was an, like actually released um and or maybe it was beta something like that but the ui was like really rough um they would hit you with like i don't know like 10 loot box messages before you even signed in to play the game Uh, (laughs) uh, so it was it was one of those uh for sure but i mean when you got into it i mean everything was snappy i love the movement in it um before halo infinite i mean like it was a really good throwback to old halo um, that I thought was really satisfying. Uh, when you k- Killing a, a, a dude through a portal uh, is really fucking satisfying, uh, immensely. So I, I have to give it props for that. Like putting a portal right above someone and just like throwing, a, uh, not a grenade, but I guess like just headshotting them or whatever um, is, is really awesome. Um, and some of the maps were clever too, ripe for portals, ripe for portal action. Um, not something I would fight for. I'm okay. With cutting it here,
0: all right. Yeah, if you're on PlayStation, you want to play Halo. You got Splitgate.
2: All right, that's a pretty solid sell. I think so. I think so. Okay, so cutting Splitgate, I'm cutting that one. Um. Okay, why does it feel like we haven't cut that many? Like the list does not look. The cut list does not look that long. Um, Six, nine of them so far. We're about a fourth of the way through. I'm making our way through it. I guess it's my turn, right? hmm Okay. Um, so. Mario Golf, Super Rush. Um, this... I contemplated putting this one on the list, which probably tells me I should cut it. Uh, but <laughs> but um, I thought it was cool because I had some fun with this this year. Uh, I, I thought it was really neat. Um, I definitely don't think it hangs on this list. I don't think either of you guys played this, right? No. Yeah, um, so easy cut, but I just, I wanted to shout it out just real quick. I try not to do that. I apologize. I try only only to put games I know need, like, deserve to be up there. But I just, I had a lot of fun with this one. I know a lot of people did not like it um, because they thought it was bare bones, which, I mean, I guess it technically is. There's a, I think, a story mode, kind of. It's, like, very light. Um, it, it's it just, there's not much going on there, but, like, it's, I mean, I played it in multiplayer most of the time. Um, and it's a solid online mode uh, that I participated in. And I just really think it looks good. Um, particularly in handheld mode, I'll always like uh, big up a game that has like good handheld mode capabilities. Um, it doesn't chug along. We need that Switch Pro someday. Um, but to yeah, at this point. I'm sorry. yeah, true, true. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was cool. You get a lot of characters. The the maps, I mean, it's Mario Golf. I mean, you know, it's what you would expect. You get, like, a normal course, and then you get one with a bunch of, like, what are those uh, caterpillar things called? Um, you get a bunch of those. Roaming. Oh,
1: wrigglers. Oh, wrigglers,
2: yeah. You get a bunch of wrigglers, some shy guys, uh, you know, the cactus things, you know, it's that that sort of thing. Silly Mario shit. Um, but it's really fun. I like it. Uh, but easy cut. Easy, easy cut here. Easy.
1: leaves me yeah mm-hmm. yep let's talk about that's door Ooh, oh damn Coming am gonna back up uh,
2: i mean if we're, gonna, if we're gonna
0: if we're gonna do this yeah chris one, we'll let's talk
2: about let's talk about Death's door right, chris. right. What, what did
0: you you like I, about I, that Door?
2: I've talked about. I've talked this whole time. My voice is getting a little hoarse. I need some water. Actually. Oh dang. Okay. Water. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why don't um, you start?
0: <laughs> okay, so Death's Door is a. It's a really good indie game. If you're in the mood of, uh, I got heavy once again, like Link to the Past type of vibes, like that type of platformer where, um, I don't know, it just it felt it was a solid game. I'm not saying I didn't like it I'm just saying I feel like if I played this game at a different point in the year I this <laughs> I <laughs> this is a, this is a really good game it's just it it't it, it really like I'm not gonna say it didn't wow me because it, it that's not the case I don't know it's tough for me to like really like articulate hmm. like why I wouldn't put this on my top ten um
2: I mean try <laughs>
1: give me your thoughts as you were playing your final moments of playing uh, through dead's door yeah you don't have to be nice
2: (laughs) so
0: so like i I played through it and i think after you get through i want to say like the intro level no for me it was after the second level like halfway through like getting into the second level and then sort of seeing okay this is the cycle that the game's going to go through. Mm -hmm. I sort of put myself in a, in like, I don't know, it's a zone where I I guess I just understood the assignment and like, I was just playing through the game. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually didn't finish this game, but apparently I'm like, I'm literally at death's door. Yeah. And I, I I don't know. I just stopped playing. I think I had to go back and like click some things and I was like, yeah, fuck that. I don't feel like doing that.
2: Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, is that it?
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's
2: pretty much it. <laughs> okay, I, okay. So this is one of the games I was very interested to hear your take on. We haven't really talked about it yet. Um, I I think I think you you know why you played it. because uh, I talked pretty good game about this game. Yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite games of the year. Absolutely. Um, I I I played very few games this year that blew me away as this one did. So kind of what you were saying about Dodgeball Academia, where you like kind of just binged it. Um i think i did this with death door like i've been over like the course of maybe a week um which i mean this is like a, a barely 10 hour game so i guess that doesn't really say too much but like you know um i i i, I fucking love this game um i think everything about it is immaculate like it, it, when you look at you're absolutely right with the inspiration it is very much a like zelda ish type of uh, style of game link of the past obviously big inspiration there um i will agree with you about um when the game like starts heating up i think it's actually because i didn't like i liked it i was intrigued by it from the beginning but i don't think it really clicked with me until or i didn't understand what the game was really doing until after the witch um so after you complete the witch's mansion um you defeat her and you get the power i think to uh light stuff on fire or you might get that like during but it's like immediately after that you you go back out into the hub world so this game takes place in a hub um and each and and there's an area like corners of the world that have like levels within them so you're supposed to defeat like three or four bosses uh in this game and like that's the game um so it's not like a boss rush like there's are there are levels that you're actually participating in to get to them um, but you need to do like you know puzzle solving, light puzzle solving, platforming, that sort of thing. And the cool thing is, it the game builds upon each skill that you get. So you, um, I mean, I'm gonna have to spoil it a little bit here, but like you get the ability to uh, shoot fireballs. Um, you get a bow and arrow, um, a grapple hook, and then you get a bomb. So you use each of those success- uh, successively, like throughout the campaign, um, and uh, they each like lend itself to different movement puzzles as well so for example towards the end when you're at the ice world and you're kind of slipping and sliding everywhere you use the grapple hook to like propel yourself give yourself some momentum to reach like different areas it's just super super clever um and, and i really enjoy playing this game um, i mentioned earlier in the show about uh soundtracks that blew me away this was one of them this i is, love this, this soundtrack
0: this had a really good soundtrack
2: yeah, like I listen to it's very it's 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 rare kind of that like I will go on Spotify and like just listen to a game soundtrack like while I'm working or something. I did that with with Door like frequently like so much so that like a couple of the songs appeared on my like top 100 on Spotify. Um, like it was it was that good. Um, so I, I think that stuff is great. It's got like some soft melodic kind of piano. Um, not necessarily down tempo but it, it gives off the feeling of like um, uh, death for lack of better terms um I want to talk a little bit about what I think makes the like push the game over to being special to me mm-hmm. um, so to for me it, again the music the uh, visuals the all the gameplay all of that is really really nice but what really did it for me was the narrative um I actually really love the story the 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 narrative idea of this game is that you're playing a crow and the crows are servants of the underworld and they basically uh, take souls from people and shepherd them to like uh, to the next life like the afterlife they have it's a part of their job to take souls from people. Um, And I don't know if they call them soul reapers exactly but it's something close to that Uh, and. This so in the past like couple of years, like in real life, we've been dealing with uh, death constantly. We've dealt with coronavirus. We've dealt with um, all sorts of things where you know people all over the world uh, have been dealing with the um, presence of death everywhere they go. Um, you know, even yourself. You never know. Before we were able to get vaccinated, you know, it was like if I catch this thing, I might die tomorrow. Like who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, death's door really contextualized a lot of things for me. And as I've rounded the corner, uh, as I had a birthday last year where I am uh, entering a new decade of life, uh, you know, hey. I I was thinking of like, you know, not to be like super morbid or like get too personal here, but like, you know, I've been thinking a lot about my own mortality and like what that means. Like, you know, what happens if I like die tomorrow, you know, uh, you know, heaven forbid that happens, but like, you know I, what? What is that like? What is that? Do, I mean, obviously, I probably won't feel anything. But like, what is that? What legacy does that leave behind for other people? When you kill a boss in this game, it's not just like you killing something or taking something's life. It actually, the the game eulogizes the the fallen, basically. Like they actually are like you know uh, placed in a kind of a you know almost like coffin position, and they. There's like, uh, there's someone who, like, a I think his name is like, um, he's like a not a grave robber, but he's like a grave watcher or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like reading out like the life of the person that you just fought and killed, and it makes you really understand and realize that people aren't just like, you know, how they died, like how they became like what they did, like you, you, the people that you're fighting actually really aren't bad people exactly. Maybe they did bad things that, that led them to a path of where they are now, um, of, of really negative actions. But that doesn't make up all of what they were or who they are. Um, there's, it, people are more complicated than that. That sort of message really resonated with me um, and it hit me in a way that no other game on this list did. Uh, and it really helped cement this as probably the most unique experience that I had, Um, and it was about this, like, little silly-looking game with a crow, like, with a a sword, a light sword. Like, you know, I didn't expect that sort of uh, uh, intense meaning and narrative on something like this. Like, to explore that concept of death in that way just really hit really hard, Uh, and I've been thinking a lot about how to, like, try to explain that on this particular uh, endeavor, like game of the year. Um, so I'm not sure if I came off well, but like, hopefully, you know, you understand at least a little bit of, you know, what I felt going through this game.
0: Yeah, no, this is definitely something that's getting an asterisk, So,
1: yeah, you sold me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to try and go back tomorrow between our sessions and like uh, get some more out of this. Yeah.
2: Mm. Cool. Yeah. Death Door is coming out on Game Pass uh, soon. Yep. So yeah. Um, okay, is it James? You just you just went right, Death Door? Yes. Okay, Chris. Oof,
0: damn. Oh man, we got back here so quick. Um, <laughs> let's see here.
2: I see your cursor, man.
1: <laughs> <I> see your <her. laughs> oh I see it now yes uh, all over the place all over the place hold on
0: um oh this is easy okay here's another one that like I enjoyed but I enjoyed but I there's a couple of things that uh stops me from putting it on my top 10. Like even my personal top ten, this is definitely like an honorable mention. It's something I played. I'm not gonna say a lot, but I really liked. And there's a couple of small things that um I sort of wish got fixed for me to really go back into it. But uh let's talk about Pokemon Unite, because that was a solid game. That was something where if you don't really mess with MOBAs, uh, and like you best if you like Pokemon, if you uh always wanted to get into like league of legends but don't really understand like how those type of games are played this is actually like a, a good game to sort of get you into that genre um this is a you know a, a, a MOBA game where uh if you haven't played them games like league of, league of legends uh smite um rp paragon um it's it's something where like you have like different lanes, you're using different champions to sort of level up while you're playing, and it just makes so much sense using Pokemon to do this. Yeah. Uh, so like you'll start the match off as like a Charmander while you're playing, uh, you're leveling up, you're evolving, and while you're doing all this, like you're you're uh, gaining new moves, you're upgrading the moves, you're uh, and it just it it takes like the the, the MOBA genre and like super like just simple, it simplify it. And something I really appreciate is just the respect towards your time, uh, like in-game, in, game, in, in, like, in, like, in like the moment-to-moment moment that, uh, that they do. So the, game, the games don't last any more than 10 minutes, so everything is really fast-paced. Um, once again, if, if this is a game that you really want to get into, you should really jump into this with friends uh because this is like a team-based game i feel like the best games i've had i've actually like had communication with my teammates so that's something once again nintendo they don't really put too much focus in um and like i really want to like enjoy this game but it i might say it runs like shit but the phone version of the game runs way better than the switch version of the game Mm -hmm. the only problem is that the phone version of the game is touch-based. Like, touch screen. Like, you can't use a controller with it, which is stupid. Unless they, mm-hmm. like, they fixed that, like, since then, I just didn't know. Like, that's something that, like, I I can't go back to the game until, like, it, it, it gets fixed. Not even if it's mm-hmm. bad, it's just, I, as, if you play the better version of a game, but there's something that's holding it back, like, that's frustrating. So, um, I think it was, it's not ten cent that i think tencent made this right
2: i I want to say that's right but i'm not sure that sounds right though
0: whoever uh please please fix that i i think i i don't know if i've gone on record and said this but like a lot of the pokemon spinoff games have been like pretty good so if Mm -hmm. you're tired of the 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 same old same old with like the mainline pokemon games try out Mm -hmm. these spin out these spinoff games a lot of them are really good well, what about you guys? Uh, I think I think we've all played
2: this, right? Yeah, I have not. I've not played this. Okay. Uh,
0: James.
2: Um, yeah,
1: I I think that taking the mobile formula and putting Pokemon on it was the right move. Um, I've I've dabbled in many different um, mobiles throughout the years. Started League, didn't really like League. Like, lost my way. Didn't understand what was going on. Tried Smite. Really fell for the gods um enjoyed the combat in that game still didn't quite understand the mobile format or how i should be moving How i should be playing pokemon i get it now like i finally understand how rotations work i understand how a jungler should be moving um and again the respect for your time that 10 minutes it's really easy to like even just sit back and watch a few matches and like oh i'm understanding the hang of this now i'm getting the flow of this now um I've been watching what they've been doing as far as updates are concerned. Nothing on controller support that I've seen, but the support as far as adding in new Pokemon, it's been pretty cool. They take Mons that I would have never even thought of, like, um, Serena. I don't know if you guys even know who that one is, but it's like a bouncing cherry that turns into like a, a ballerina of doom. <laughs> so to like to see this little like cherry come along and like kick a Blastoise in the face, and then <laughs> like take off because it's like, a Talon flame was flying through and takes out a Dragonite or, or, like, all that kind of stuff. It's just such a fun game to watch and a fun game to engage in that, yeah, those small things, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how they fix that. Control support on the um, mobile, most definitely. A performance patch on the Switch because it can't be that hard to run
0: yeah, if mobile phones yeah.
1: are doing it now, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how I'm
0: feeling. Um, um
1: yeah. With- but I... I I'm I'm have high hopes for this game. I think there's gonna be a lot of support for it coming down the line, and I'm looking forward to see where they're going with this. So yeah. uh,
0: it's, it's not top ten material, but like it's honorable mention.
1: I don't think I don't think a lot of the um, the long term games like this are probably gonna make top ten on our list. It seems like we really like the more defined experiences for that kind of thing. Yeah, sure. right. But um, no, you must definitely check this one out. It's free. Um, It's on Switch. It's on iOS and
2: Android. So hop on over to check it out. Cool. Cool. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Persona 5 Strikers. Did anybody else play this? I played a little I started. bit. started.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, awesome. Well, uh, I mean, I completed it. It's a pretty lengthy game, um, but I did go through it. Um, it's about <laughs> half the length of the original. So about 50 hours. Uh Jeez. and yeah. And uh but you know what I, I actually liked this game uh pre- quite a bit. And I was a little surprised about that because I'm not a muso guy and I know a lot of people said it's not a muso. But I think it was muso enough that like it you know it, there's it's a large bit of mob uh, mobs kind of like coming at you um and you have to just basically fight your way through waves and waves of waves of people um the the thing that distincts or uh that that sets it apart is that you are having to manage a bunch of systems uh internal systems like personas um and that sort of thing um live and on the fly as opposed to you know just being turn-based um and actually you're hitting the square or whatever the attack button is it's been a while but um but yeah, you're you're doing that in real time. That's the main thing. But I think where this game succeeded was not just the gameplay, which I did find satisfying, but I thought the story was actually like better than the original five. I thought five was the original five was fine, but there were a lot of problematic elements in there, a lot of weird shit that they just can't stop doing in these games. Um, and I think they correct a lot of wrongs um, here, like they give Haru more time uh, with with like in the crew in general so you get to know her a little bit more um i did not play golden um i got too much i got too little time for all that shit but um but in the original five haru joins like too late in that story and she's just not really fleshed out as a result um that's not really the case here in strikers they actually give her a a, quite a large arc almost everybody actually has a clearly defined arc in this uh, that i thought was pretty satisfying maybe outside of Morgana, um, but like I, I think it really gives you a um, it really gives you a sense that like all these people are friends. So like Persona Five, they're they're doing so much to set up this larger mystery, so that like you're you're gathering your party, but. You know, you're, they're so busy, like, trying to deal with the A-plot. They're not really spending a lot of time bonding together. There are those moments in there, but it's just not a lot. Persona 5 Strikers is basically they everybody's set up. They don't bother explaining anything to people, which is awesome, because, like, if you've played the other game, then, like, it, you just get, like, 50 hours of them just, like, shooting the shit. Um, and sh- shitting on Ryuji, actually, which is great. Um, so... It, you it, so I I actually I really enjoy this and the music is again phenomenal like probably the best part of this whole package is that like stylistically I mean Persona Five is is unmatched like it's just it it's just got style just for days um and, and that that continues here especially with some of the new arrangements that they've got uh, just sonically it just it sounds amazing looks really good too um the sixty frames per second is awesome to experience on the uh, PS Five I think um. And uh, I really appreciated it. I don't think it's top five or top ten material, personally. Uh, but in case you guys felt any different, like, I think this can go. Just wanted to shout it out because I, I had a good time. For something I spent 50 hours in, I had a decent time.
0: That's fair enough. I had fun with, like, the little bit of, I've played. It's just, mm-hmm. just like you said. Like, I was like, this is a fun, like, no, oh, literally, this is what happened. I was like, this is a fun game. Let me see how long it takes to beat. 50 hours? All right, so I have this other game and this other game <laughs> that I can play yeah. in the same amount of time and complete it. So, yeah. it's something I'm going to go back to. It's something that, like, yeah. during this year when they're like when they're down periods, I'm comfortable going back to this game to finish it. Aren't there
1: down periods this year?
2: I think <laughs> February starts kind of rough. I think right now yeah. there is until February.
1: Yeah, February coming. come <clears throat> in right?
2: Yeah, there's, like four things and four or five things in February is a lot in February happening Good show. Um yeah, I think this is something you could check, chip away at Chris, <clears throat> especially yeah. if that's like what your what your thing is. I mean, do like maybe a chapter up every other week or something. I don't know, but like I think that's the best way to play this game. It's structured in a way. There's an there's an overarching plot, but this thing could easily just be done in chunks. Um, it's it's very episodic in that way. So, yeah. That's Persona 5 strikers. Not a lot more to say, other than that.
0: Okay. <clears throat> All right, we're getting to this list. Okay. Yeah,
2: that I we think are. twenty. All right. Does it okay? Uh, James, do you want to go just real quick because uh, you're the only person who hasn't gone? I don't know if you want to like break um, after this or um, yeah, we could, we could or what? Yeah, we could break it, after this. Yeah, I got one. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Um. Hmm. You know what? We're gonna go out in a nice Big Bang Microsoft flight simulator.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that played this one? I, I was it. wondering who put this on the list. Oh, you did, Chris? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, I mean, look, I, 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 this is not like it's not a troll pick. Like, I actually really liked this game, and I think up to maybe like the time I played it, like at the, at the time I was like, this is a. Re- this is probably one of the coolest things I played this year. I know technically the PC version came out last year, but this was like a, they added stuff to this one and it hadn't released on the console yet. So we're counting it. Uh, But like, I thought this was fucking cool. Like, especially in a time, I know I'm saying again, of COVID not being able to travel internationally right now. Like I I really want to do that. This was a really neat way to to kind of scratch that itch. I, I, I liked it a lot, and you know, dude, seriously, I learned about planes, like, no joke. I actually learned about like how planes operate. Uh, you know, if you didn't know, like, real pilots use this to fly planes, like, really, genuinely. Um, there's a mode, I think called pilot mode, or something like that, realistic, realism, something, where uh, you could make it so it functions legit like an actual plane would. Um, you can even get like a, a, an actual, like, control setup. So like, you can mimic and actually try to fly a, a real plane. Like, it's it's very fucking cool. That does uh, and intense. Yeah, it's seriously really really awesome, and it looks amazing. I mean, it's like over a hundred gigs to download. So I was like, this shit better look good. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it does. Like, it it you can dr- you can fly from anywhere. I had a lot of fun like trying to like take off and land. Neither of which I can do safely, um, but know. you know, I <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I I tried and I had a lot of fun. Surprisingly, I thought it was going to be something I tr- like I put in for maybe thirty minutes, screwed around in, and like stopped. But I actually played this for for quite a bit of time. I did like a lot of the training stuff and and learned all about the yoke and like what taxiing was um, and just all sorts of really cool stuff. I didn't even know like there were pedals. On a plane, there are pedals. Um, I just—it's super neat. This is—it's a really cool game. I, on this particular list, I don't know if it hangs there. I—I I, I might put it on like a maybe a personal top ten. I had a lot of fun with this thing, mm-hmm. but um, I—I don't—I don't know if it will go on the show top ten. But but this is a cool one. I, I liked this uh, quite a bit. Okay. Chris? Chris, Chris, do you have anything to say? You look like you're like smirking so I don't know what that's about. <laughs>
0: um.
2: I, you didn't like it?
0: It's not that I didn't like it, but like you said, it was 100 gigs and I had like other games to play. So like, as, soon as, okay. I, as soon as I hit that point where it's like, alright, something's gotta go, it was that. Mm. So if you're into simulation, if you're into flying, if you ever wanted to know what it really took to fly a plane. Sure. Yeah. Like it's, it's a super technical game. Uh, I, I, it's like, it just wasn't for me. It's, it just wasn't, it wasn't really, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. And, and I, I yeah. but the thing is, is that like the, the game is good enough where like I can appreciate everything that it does. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I respect, I, was the, I, I respect like the, the, like the, just like the work that they put into this game. Yeah. Uh, it's super realistic. Like, so I can't wait to see something like this, like, get, like, VR support or something like that.
2: Yeah, like, I, I, I was surprised that when this first dropped on Game Pass, uh, there was, I actually had quite a few uh, people, like, that I know get into it, who I never thought would be into something like this. Like, this is something that is very, you know, I, I would think is very niche, but but no, like, a lot of bunch of people got into this. Uh, you know, I think this is something my parents would probably look at and appreciate and be like, wow, like, especially in 4K, it looks stunning. I mean, there's even a mode where you can go, you can fly to a city you've never been. Um, it's geo-mapped, like, accurately. You might even be able to find your house, perhaps, uh, on there. Um, it's really, really cool. And if you're into a city, so you, say you could fly to, like, Tokyo, uh, you could see all the Tokyo landmarks. Um, and it, it's exactly, it looks exactly how it does in real life. Like, it's not like made up it's 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 literally one-to-one uh with with certain parts of the world um and there's even a cool explore mode where like you can see facts about like certain landmarks so like oh what's tokyo tower what's mount fuji like i can go see what that is like maybe i want to go fly to the pyramids like i don't know it's, it's really cool and educational um and i think that's that's certainly worth a shout out we could cut it but i think it's cool
0: all right so that's cuts that leaves us with how many
2: more games
1: where are we, um, gonna, right? so gonna... so we have 42 total
2: six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve 19, 20 so it looks like we have about 22 or 23 games that we have not talked about yet mm-hmm. um and that does not include the eight games that we have asterisked so we so, have some more work to do so yeah so i feel like this
0: is a good stopping point for us to yeah uh you know stop here we could knock through the rest of the games and then maybe on the last day like to like do the deliberation for the top 10 i'm here for it let's do it all right gonna have to cut it short here uh we needed to split this episode into separate parts so thank you for making it this far catch the next episode up on the feed and catch you next time